Yeah, yeah, definitely. So then we need somebody to look up to for who working hard and that shit paying off and they stand down, bang, you yeah. know, keeping faith, whatever, whatever. Definitely look to Ed, man. So, yeah, never give up on yourself, bro. A lot of us, you know, look up to you from a distance or up close, you know, for our own inspirations and keep us motivated. So, yeah. Welcome to the Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station. I'm your host, Ed Doxon. Um, today we have, I'm not going to even say a very special guest. I know y'all hear me say that every episode almost. Um, but today we don't not only have my brother, um, we have somebody that's a very important person to myself and a lot of other guys, I would say, that come from the District of Columbia. Um, this is a person that I met at Delaware State in 2010. Um, actually, literally one of the first persons I met on campus because he was in the dorm, in the RA, at the desk turned up like he always is and still is a day. Um, I'm talking about Mr. Adrian A.B. Sutton. Um, this is a guy that has really played a major role in my life. Um, when I got to Dale State, you know, coming from D.C., um, those who know D.C., those who know D.C. culture, the aura, the personality of people from here, you know, you're always on defense. You're raised in a city that is so hard. You're just always not trying to break out of that mode, out of that box. Um, but he showed me that, you know, you could be a person on campus doing progressive stuff, being great and still being a cool guy. Um, so for me, like that played a major role. And we'll get into, you know, our history as we go through the show. But um, I want to welcome Mr. Adrian A.D. Sutton to the Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station. This is long overdue. Make some noise. <laughs> right, 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 right. What's good with now, you, bro? What's going on, brody? Um, I can't call it, man. That was my best intro ever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for sure, man. Man, I feel like every time I listen to the podcast, Ben was always saying that. Like, that's my best intro. I'm like, yo, do a good job with these intros, man. But thank you, man. I, um, I, one, I appreciate you allowing me to be on the platform. And two, just for having the platform. Because, mm-hmm. you know, no bias shit. This is like my top five favorite podcasts. Appreciate and, that, bro. Yeah. I feel like I was, a little, I was a little early on the podcast games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, how are you? I'm good, bro. You know, wrapping up 2021, uh, getting ready for 2022, getting ready to turn 30 soon. Yeah, man. You know, I know you just hit 30 a couple yeah, months ago. Yeah. It's still new for you, though. So how that feel, man? Like, I feel like we are a rare group of, like, humans to where, like, 30 ain't really 30 no more. Yeah. Right? I feel like when I was younger, like, to turn 30, you was, like, old. But now, right, like, right. I, like I turned thirty, and I feel like I'm like twenty five again. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, like it's. I think the pressures of being thirty just ain't the same. Right. Yeah. And so. yeah, and I agree because I know. Uh, shout out to KJ, man. KJ, this is like a couple years ago. He was telling me life didn't start till thirty, mm. and it was pretty. You know, it was a text message I saved on my phone, but he was just like, "Yo, life don't start at thirty. You know, use your twenties, learn, figure out what's what." Yeah. And he broke it down. It's like you know, the people that's in those twenties that's rushing and doing all this stuff. He was like. This is the thing. You want to ball now. You want to ball forever. Right. So I say that to say is that like when you think about it, though, like once you get to 30, it really is like it's a new chapter. It's like you really just became an adult in a sense. Yeah. I mean, I think that, well, I would say based on if you may got kids or how your life is going. But if you just out here, you know, single, young, you know, kids and you trying to learn, like I feel like once you get to 30, you look back on that. ten. Like it's a lot to be done in 10 years. A if you went to college, yeah. you know, if you started a job, whatever. So. Yeah, I agree, bro. But um, uh, before we kind of, you know, just get into the convo, uh, you know, tell people a little bit about yourself. You know, of course, those who listen, who know you, they know where you're from. But, you know, talk about where you're from, 
uh, where we're here right now in D.C., growing up in the city. Um, just talk about your family upbringing, household upbringing a little bit. Give people a brief intro of yourself. Yeah, man. This is always like the toughest part <laughs> for me. It's really, really hard for me to talk about myself. Yeah. And um, I don't even like thrive on interviews when I got like, oh, say something good about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. Dang, like, I re- I'd rather you just knew me. Right, right. Um, <laughs> so um, my name is A.D. I grew up around a small neighborhood, 36 in Minnesota. I used to be one of those dirty Minnesota Avenue kids. <laughs> uh, who I probably harassed you when you was walking down Minnesota Avenue. <laughs> going up. But, um, you know, grew up in a house full of women. Um, it was a, what about really? It was really about like six of us. I was the only guy. So I've always been the man in the house. Um, I don't know, man. With the HD Wilson, with the went to Dell State. Um, my wings kind of I guess spread at Dell State. Um, I would. To be honest, the, going to Dell State was like a no. Nah, I just want to prove a lot of people wrong. Yeah. So I'm the type of person that like, if you tell me that like, hey man, those shoes look real good with that shirt, and I'm never wearing that shirt with these shoes again. Like this I just don't go, like. Right. Yeah, it's just in me to like not like being told what to do. I guess. Right, right. Um, which which comes with its pros and its cons. So um, did you apply to any other schools? I applied. So I, I I was blessed to be in the College Board Upper Bound program. Right, and if it wasn't for that program, I probably wouldn't Catholic, even. Right? Catholic, right? Catholic University, okay. right? I know they had some Howard. Howard, it was like five of them in total. Yeah, okay, Howard, GW, one. Catholic, and like University of Maryland. Maryland. I guess yeah. they had all the schools in DC. Um, so that kind of like prepped me, you know, to help me with the SAT. Um, I was one of those bands I lucked up and got like a real high school on the SAT. Yeah. <laughs> so like my GPA didn't even matter. Um, and I was able to, for the most part, I was able to get in every school I wanted to go to. Okay. Ideally, I wanted to go to Morehouse. I couldn't afford Morehouse. All my friends was going to Tennessee State. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tennessee State. Was Tennessee only, State was lit. Tennessee State is the only school that denied me. Oh, damn. Right? <laughs> All my friends got accepted. And I really think, like, you know, knowing the game now, like, off the admissions level, I think they just had too many people from D.C. Yeah. Coming. Um, cause I, I did my, like, I did my application to Dell State kind of late. Like I always liked, uh, my college tours at Dell State since Dell State is like two hours away from, uh, DC. Yeah. That you know, low key is the neighborhood school. People it's don't low know key that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why you go to Howard? Cause right. you know, Dell State the real neighborhood school. It's two hours. It's like too far to be too close. Right. Or too not far to be close. So like and whenever I had a family emergency, I was able to get there. And it was state. eligible for DC tag too. Yeah. That's <laughs> the biggest, the biggest reason. Um, so yeah. Uh oh, after Dale State, um lived in Philly for a few years, lived in De- Delaware, stayed in Delaware, did that. Stayed in Delaware for a few years. And um that was kind of like a blessing in the in disguise because that was like the first time in my life that like things didn't go my way. And so like I got into I wouldn't call it like serious depression, but I was yeah. definitely in a, a state of depression where like my my pieces just wasn't clicking. You saying when you lived in Philly? When I lived in Delaware. After graduation. After graduation, okay, because gotcha. I fucked up a internship with the villa, and I was so I was staying in the. It was the. It was the. It was like one of those things where like I'm man enough to this. I wear this is like a big excuse, but like Latisse helped me get an internship at the villa. Yeah. Right, doing the corporate thing, and I knew I was going to kill it. Right. Um, but I had to be like a grad student, and I didn't want to go back to grad school at the time. Long story short, like the email went to my spam folder. Right, but I'm in Philly, like waiting to start working at any moment just to show how yeah. ready I am. I'm like, man, these niggas ain't fucking with me. And then maybe like two months later, 
I noticed the email in my spam folder, right? And I'm like, oh no, emailing back. The dude don't even work there no more. Next time I see Latisse, Latisse's like, nah, don't ask me for shit else. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I vouch for you. <laughs> I was like, oh. No, no, no. You know what's crazy? Because it's, it's so funny you tell the story. Because I remember talking to Latisse about something with Villa. And like, she didn't go into detail, but she was just like, I'm not recommending people anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's probably me. So look, mind you, I had like, at the time, I had all the confidence in the world. Like, I didn't, for that interview, I didn't dress up. I came in a drink with like some, some uh, Jordan 3s. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I mean, that was the, the company, though. So yeah, but they, no, they had hella flag, red flag. Because you was at corporate, though. You was yeah. working at corporate. Okay. And it's kind of, and I commend Latisse because like we all had the same opportunity that Latisse had, but she like made the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And so that was kind of. Yeah, Latisse, she went at it. I mean, he, but shout out to Latisse. When we always work in the store, like, Latisse was just on it. You know, that's always been Tisa. She's yeah, ambitious she's as fuck. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's yeah. a um, so boom. So yeah, so I working for the uh so I working with the NBA at the Dell State. Um when I was like uh I was a I was considered an in-game host, but I was also doing I sh- I guess I should have talked about that, huh? I was hosting shit at Dell State. Right. Um it was a reality check when I came back home because like what I did <laughs> as a host at Dell State wasn't what a DC host is, right? Different crowd. Very different crowd. And especially the city was changing as we was in school. So mm-hmm. yeah. like and then even now, like they don't want to hear people talking on the mic too much. Right. <laughs> and the way uh Quicksilver kind of like you know elevated the game to where he was a DJ that who can talk. So now you don't need like the host to walk around and talk no more. It's true. Um, so yeah, so so NBA, uh, WNBA. It's really the G League. Let me not hype it up. It was the G League. Yeah. Um, which which was cool because like, eighty seven uh, is right. Eighty seven okay. is. And then I got a relationship with Della Dom. With the WNBA because she was like the hometown hero in Delaware. Okay. Um, and that relationship just didn't pick back off when she came to DC. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and then look, so look, so this is why you are so important in my life, okay. right? So I'm in Delaware. I'm depressed. My piece is not clicking. I'm in a relationship. I ain't really want to be in. Like, like it's, it seems like I can never it's make everything. enough money, right? Um, you know, this is like this is the one of the few times like I'm calling my mother like maybe monthly. Like, like, yo, I just do not like it here, right? Um, and then I said, fuck it, and I just moved back home. Right? Yeah. And I didn't know what I was going to do. Right. I might have moved home on, like, maybe a Sunday, maybe a <laughs> Monday. But I know you called me, if not the next day, the day after that. Okay. And you told me about the uh, the mayor's office position. Oh, okay. Wow. I never knew, like, that's what you was transitioning from. That's crazy. Like, I was like, I did not know what the that's fuck God. I was do, yeah, right? that's crazy. And so you told me what you was doing. Like, yo, I think it would be a good role for it. Then you told me how much I would be making. Yeah. I'm like, yo, hey, what the fuck are you talking about, right? Because I was, like, so, like, down at the time. Yeah. And so I remember, like, that was, like, the best news of the week, yeah. right? And I remember Shorty came in the crib. I moved in with a girl, like, and it was against, and it, it was, one thing I would never do again is do something I don't feel like I want to do. Right. Right? I think, I think that's, like, a, um, I don't know if it's, like, free will or, I don't know what it is, but, like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big feelings person. Yeah. So something could like make the most sense in the world yeah. if I go this way. But like, if it don't feel right to me, then I'm going to forever like regret it or think about what should have, could have, would. And I never wanted to grow up to be a should have, could have, would have dude. Right. Right. I, like, I grew up around guys in my hood. I was like uh, one of the few like males in my age group. Right. Okay. I was probably like one of five. And now even thinking back at it, like, Two of them are dead. Two of them are locked up, and like I'm, I'm one out of five. Right. Like something like a legit a statistic. Right. Right. right? That's saying, yeah. They told us that growing up. Um, 
And so just even with that, I just like I'm, I'm big on my instincts, you know. Um, I so I forgot where I was going with that, but uh, feelings. You were saying just big on feelings. Big, man. big on feelings. Yeah. yeah, I forgot where I was. Trying. I'm trying to tie that into something. I'm a rambler too. So May, just nah, me. yeah, I am too. But now nah, you said mayor's office, the money transitioning from Delaware. So, so yeah, so best news, best news, right? And so I'm big on feelings, right? Yeah. And I feel like I go hard for people, right? right? So, like, even like, boom, when you had this podcast, I'm like, bet we got a podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. A man nah, got a bro, y'all, y'all listening, AD is the biggest supporter of the podcast. Yo, um, I, I like So, y'all listening to Step Your Game. Like, <laughs> like for real, like, you know, just from the feedback, uh, support, and sharing, and like, just from day one. Like, and I, it's funny because I think before I even thought about the podcast, you know, shout out to Reese, that came through Reese, but I think. You was telling me about you was thinking about Star One before. I think yeah. even before I was, I was just like, I didn't think about Star One. So it was just crazy how like you know he was like, oh yeah, I'm working on something else. But yeah, I appreciate the support, bro. Like, Yo, bro, bro, I have worked on like seven failed podcasts. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, because um, another thing is like, once I know like what I want to do, it's kind of like I want to do it that way, right? Right. And so like, I have like I have like a concept for a podcast that like failed a few times, but like every time I did it was like I learned a little bit more about it. And so I, I tried to, I was like, fuck it, let me try to sell this idea, yeah. right? <laughs> um, and so I tried to sell the idea to co- uh, Complex. Okay. And, you know, they, 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 they not, they're not fucking with me, but they ain't not, <laughs> not fucking with me, right? And then they finally, like, gave me a no. They was like, yeah, we just don't, you know, want to go through this, da 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 I'm like, all right, because, again, I'm kind of early on the podcast wave. I was so interested. I've always been, like, a, a little nerd. So once Apple like made the announcement that it was gonna have the podcast app just be like a regular app, I just you know I'm 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 big on like how would this change the world in like ten years? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I just thought talk radio would just be something something different. Yeah. And at the time, Apple ain't make no mistakes. Like they, they gave us FaceTime, so like I give I give podcasting <laughs> no a try. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> um, um, and so long story short, they took the idea and they ran with the idea. But like they, but like, and I learned a lot about that too. Yeah. Like, like they changed the idea just enough to where it wasn't my idea. Right now, now this is a learning moment. So the per- when you reached out to Complex, did you have a relationship with the person you reached out to, or was just like I'm just hitting them up, like, hey, here's my idea. It's like I knew somebody who got me through the door. Okay. And from there, and I'm really like one of my like greatest skills is like just get me in the room. Right, right, yeah. That's how I always feel, yeah. bro. I, bro, I tell people that all the time. Even like you know applying to jobs and stuff. You know, if you might like hit up a reference to somebody, I'm like, look, I don't need you to do nothing. Just put me in front of the person. I got it from here. That's all I'm asking you for. <laughs> Ditto. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it wasn't like they wasn't. It was like they was. It wasn't like selling me on a dream, but they, they had enough follow up means with yeah. me to where I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> fuck, we might do something, whatever, right? Yeah. Then they said nah, and then like maybe like four or five months later, I go to like the podcast app, Complex Guy on Podcast. It's the same name. It's like the same wow. format. It's just you know. And so my so instead of being like down about it, one of my old heads, Danzel Bussy. Okay. For the, the legendary Bussy. I'm about to say shout out. I never met him, but I've heard great things about him through a lot of good men. So shout out to Bussy. Yeah, yeah. But he basically told me, like, yo, they stole the idea. It's just a good idea. Yeah, that's true. Like, and so basically you got a good idea. Right, that speaks to you and what you And know that was just like you. another, like, um, you know, if you read the alchemist, they call it like an omen. But like that was just like one of those confirmations in life that like, hey, you're like, you're doing the right shit. Like you're doing the right thing. Like the fact that you called me the job when I had no plan, I just knew I was back in DC, which is like, bro, like you you're doing the right thing. Like yeah. he'll just go your 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 receipt. Right, right. <laughs> um oh, but boom. So the follow back. So you told me that good news, and I told my grandmother, she's happy for me. My grandmother's like one of them. she's she 
My grandma used to be like the realest thing I know. I guess yeah. it's everybody's grandma. Yeah, yeah, my, nah, my grandma was really than y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was happy for me, and she was like, "Yeah, this ain't what you want to do." But like, this is going like yeah. you know. Money, money can change a lot yeah, of things. Yeah. Especially, you know, where you say you was at. And then yeah. I think, too, man, like, a lot of times it's like... And I was coming from Delaware, where Delaware is just, like, the pay rate is oh, different yeah. from Delaware than D.C. So, like, it could have been the same thing, like, with the, uh, what do you call it, inflation or the uh, cost of living yeah. increase. But I was just hyped to see the number. It was something, it was something reoccurring. Yeah. So, I told my grandma, she hyped. And so, I was like, next person I'm going to tell is my girl, yeah. you know, because... I'm basically Lawrence at the time. I ain't had a job and shit. <laughs> and she was like, the mayor's office. She's like, why would you do that? That's not like what you went to school for. And, That's and I was like, but bitch, did you just hear <laughs> yeah. how much I said we was about to make? And then I mean, mayor's office, it don't matter what you went to school for. That's the you know, opportunity. And... That's like if you get a job at the White House, like you ain't go to school for politics, so... so and it's like one of those things, like, if you work in the White House... I think people really ask you, what do you do in the White House? You could be the chef, bro. You know? Y'all, I listen right now. Look, when I go on interviews, that mayor office role sticks out to the interviewers. Like, they like, oh, wow, you did that? You know, especially if you apply for a job in the city of where mm-hmm. the, the current mayor, like, you know what I mean? You ain't got to say too much. Like, oh, executive. No, I work for Mayor Bowser. They know who you're talking about. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. Especially if it's like one of those companies. Like, um, with the NBA being on my resume, that's like one thing I know for sure. I'm gonna have that question, right? Oh, you was at the NBA. I have five bullet points saying what I did <laughs> in the NBA. Oh, what did you do there? All yeah. right, let me tell you on a little bit more. <laughs> no, no, facts, right, yeah. So, yeah, like, um, you know, just talking about that moment transitioning back to DC, um, as you mentioned, and being raised in DC, um, you know, love work, DC, yeah, love DC. working in the community, uh, specifically War Seven, those who are not from DC who don't know what war seven is that's east of the river um it's not a it's not a playground it's not, it's like should I say welcome to dc none of that white house shit <laughs> you know it's just a it's it's a real east of the river poverty you know violence a lot of stuff so you know he was doing that community work so you know coming from 36 in minnesota going to Dell state living in delaware and transitioning back home and now seeing what's going on east of the river you know in the streets and those things that you know going on from a different perspective, you know, how was that experience for you? Like, okay, now I'm here to really be able to provide real resources. Like for, your, for y'all listening, like the MOCRA, it's the Mayor's Office Community Relations, um, you know, you can get, I would say in that role, when you reach out to an agency to get something done, they gonna pay attention just yeah. off of your title and that parentheses it says EOM, Executive yeah. Officer of the Mayor. So talk about that experience where I'm sure you came home and it's like, you helping communities, you helping people, you helping rec centers that you made to play ball in. You helping them out provide resources to like talk about how the experience was so so it got like really it it, it was real joyful and then it got real kind of like depressing kind mm-hmm. of fast so you know i'm i'm one of those people with you know i i don't have a father in my life right mm-hmm. i had a single mother and you know she learned how to be a mother through her mother like you know my, my grandma was close to like a father yeah. outside like the dudes around the way and i feel like <laughs> I feel like when you don't have a uh, like a legit pops in your life, you you uh you make up like uh a smoothie of pops, right? Like, oh this nigga, oh this nigga got, got cool shoes, I wanna be like this. Oh, and he got cool cars, I mean I wanted to have those and nobody talks shit about him behind his back and I wanna be kinda right, like this. Right. And he just, you know, blend it up to you, make this super smoothie of who you who you think your father's yeah, yeah, finding was. your identity, yeah. So um so I say all that to say, um you know how they be like, uh, it took a village to raise? It definitely took a village to raise me, right? So I appreciate everybody who, like, influenced me, helped me out. So 
when I get the role, I'm like, all right, I got a little bit of influence away. I can help out every all these villages that help me out. Right. right? So right. like get the uh, like I get the uh, the ball rolling with you know community walks. Uh I'm just trying to think of like little shit. Little little shit that I was able to do like uh HD Wilson never had like a um an update after they had the new school. Okay. Right. So like th- so think about that. They got like this million dollar facility. You saying an update as far as like just update like improve like the only thing they was like coming back to do was like cutting grass. Oh, okay, okay. Dang. Right. So like <laughs> if there was like uh something the water fountain wasn't working and it just wasn't working since they reopened the building. Yeah. Right. And I forget how long the school been open. It's a school, right? right? So it's at least two years worth of like not follow-ups for a school, right? So I was able to like use my little bit of mayoral clout to like refix my school, right? Yeah. And now they kind of like a priority school. So when I left, it was um, <laughs> the uh, the park that's by HD, right? Uh, when I was going to school, that Jay Bears used to get robbed every morning, yeah. every every, uh, every night. It was known as like heroin park shit like that, but I always used to think like, damn, why is this not a drug free zone? Yeah. Right. So I made I was able to make that drug drug free zone. Okay. Right. I got like this weird. Um, now that I'm older, like I care about things that I didn't think I would care about. Right. right? right. Like, I become an old man now. Now I see my <laughs> old man is yelling about the kids being on his grave. Yeah. Type of thing, right. So like one. So two big issues for me. Just as like a adult, I don't like speeding. Right, speeding is a little unnecessary. Like, yeah, especially in the residential area. Especially in the residential area. Like, you you're on the like, highway, you can get a little low. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> in the residential area, like there's kids, there's older people, there's like debris, like like it's other things, right? right? It's other things. Um, but then the only thing I like, I kind of like dislike more than that is littering. Yeah. Because like littering is a big thing. Um, it, it, it's you only litter to where places like you don't give a fuck about. Right, right? exactly. And if you're only in your hood and you only litter around your hood, you don't give a fuck about your hood. And it's like it's like a, it's a real mental thing to yeah. where like you gonna kind of get stuck here. And it's, it's, it almost it's, became cool. Like I started cool growing litter, up, yeah. I said you know littering, doing stuff. You can like, see a trash can, like yeah, yeah I'm gonna like, throw it. Yeah, but you only throw it in certain neighborhoods. Right. Like you're not gonna go uptown. You ain't gonna, gonna be down Georgetown, right? Throwing no bottles around. And guess what? It's gonna be less trash hands up there yeah, than it is in your neighborhoods. So I got um. So boom. So War Seven was the biggest dumping site in um, Washington D.C. Wow. So meaning that like uh, if if you see those signs that say like we remove trash and shit. They, oh, that's what that is. Yeah. They remove your trash, but they gonna come to like a, a neighborhood or alley or dead in the war seven and dump it. Okay. Right. So, um, so I, I came up with this program, um, uh, where basically like you, there was like enforcement laws on it. Yeah. So either you even do a weekend in jail or like you get like a big fine if you dump in war seven. Wow. So it's like a really unique joint. Um, it's with DPW. That's MVP. big, bro. Because yeah, that's... And, then, and then check this out. I learned in that work that my it. I'm from 36th, the next street is 35th, yeah. and right there is like a railroad track. It's like a dead-end alley almost. But that one alley in my neighborhood was the biggest dumping site in Washington, D.C., illegal dumping site. Wow. Hey. That's wow. But, <laughs> but you, you know, all all those like little bit of things like adds to the quality of life. And so what I learned from just my like my community outreach, so this is where the depression part comes with, yeah. right? So after a while, all this shit is just reoccurring. Like every 60, 90 days, this is the same shit. Like... You know, somebody dies, kid die, uh, graffiti. Uh, uh, if there was a pothole right here, it's gonna be a pothole over there, right? Um, and then like you tell your, you telling your community like, hey, this is what we need to make it not happen again. And they're like, yeah, but you can do it. So like, we just wait for the next you to do it. And it, it got a little depressing. And then my last, uh, yeah. my last like 
week there or month there, um, there was like a public shooter with a with a young girl, um, a play terrorist. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember texting you about that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, that like, was wild. Rest in peace to Makai. Right, it's like a let's say a hundred shots, but only only one person get hit up, and it's a little girl. Um, and it's like one of those things where it's like I'm I'm like alerting things to like low level community members and like executives and like yo like there's it's something going on in like bro, around bro. here. Yo, I'm gonna just pause right now because that was the same experience for me. It was like I'm War Six, you know, Potomac God, Southwest, whatever. Like I'm telling them specifically the God. And shout out to the good people. My friends joke and say, Yo, you love the God. But it's like <laughs> I really grew to love that neighborhood. Nah, you really do love Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> Hey, hey, side though, yo. And so I really hope this thing blows up. So when I was younger, it was a girl from the goddess. She was like the first girl I ever like fell in love with. Yeah. But she was like a thug. And, she was like a and I remember this is like how we broke up. Because it was like one of those, it was one of those things like we never didn't really get to see each other. And she was a trap shorty, right? But okay. she was beautiful. I cannot think of her name at all. I want to say her name was like Kanisha Science. She went to Eastern. She was probably shut him down. Most likely. I'm say, well, but shut I remember down, honey. we had to break up because Cause like I had a I had, I had a curfew, <laughs> so the girl stole the car and broke her curfew, and she was on probation. To come see you, <laughs> come see me. Oh wow! And I was like, I'm not coming outside. That's a real life ride of that, ride of that. Yeah. And so she stole the car to come see me, right? <laughs> and she hung the horn in my alley. So yeah, I like I like I like the girls. Like yeah, the and I'm saying like you know I was in those same situation where it's like you know I remember it's, bro within two weeks it was 14 shootings. And I'm just and and I was trying to cut you off and just saying, I it. see what you mean, where it's like you're raising these issues. And also they don't realize like we have a different type of connection to these issues, not just because we're from here, but like I'm going around the guys, I'm seeing dudes that I grew up with. I'm mm-hmm. seeing OS from my neighborhood around it. So it's like it's just a different type of commitment and the type of outlook you got on it. So when you do take this information back to the people who could really put stuff into place and they don't do it. It's like, yo, you blowing me because you don't realize, like, I'm trying to save a life. Like, I'm not coming back and here gassing it. Like, right. if you don't do nothing, this drink will continue to be turned up. And then it's like, I'm also representing the government. So, like, they don't see you. They see me. Yeah. And then it's like, after I'm done with this, they still see me. Like, and I'm from around here. Um, so it, it, hit, it hit a little different, especially yeah. when you're from around here. Um, and so that shit, like, kind of just played with my mental. That's when I, like, the first time I ever, like, seek therapy. I'm like, yo, I'm not I'm like, I'm good right now, but I could see somebody not being good from this. Um, yeah, bro, bro. I'm glad you're saying it, bro. Like, because the stuff we experienced growing up here is traumatizing. It's very, it, but we didn't it. know. Like, I was, uh, me and Marco were talking about this, Fat Marco, the last episode. We like, you know, you when your man would die, it's like, okay, you and your market, t shirt, go to the go go, get him stamped. Mm-hmm. In school, write his name on the wall. Bus, write his name on the bus. And then once I like got to school studying social work, I'm like, like, because I thought that was normal. Like growing up losing your friends, I thought that was normal. But then once you start to go places, meet other people from different cultures, backgrounds, it's like, no, like losing your friends at 14 and 15 shouldn't be normal. Old. If it's a car accident or something, but we talking about gun violence, suicide. Uh, 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 juvenile life and then maybe, you know, becoming an adult offender, like, that stuff was not normal. And the older you get, like you said, you sit back and looking like, damn, it's just me and such and such left, or it's just me left. So, boom. So, from therapy, I learned that I had this thing called survivor's guilt. Yep, I was just about to say that, yeah. And so, survivor's guilt is like a real thing to where, like, so let me put it in perspective. So, growing up, I was never, like, the biggest, the funniest, the sexiest, the, yeah. I was never just number one, yeah. right? And I know, like, growing up, like, 
oh, like Kevin or Chris, like they won't grow up to be like these great things. Right. But, like the elements of the cities or the element of just, you know, life, whatever, you know, took them away. Yeah. Right. And so here I am, like whenever like people see, yeah, I was at the bar last night watching the fight and a girl I went to school with was just like, yo, not only did you go to college, which we didn't expect, you graduated, graduated. from college. <laughs> you did it twice. Right. Like, and I'm like, like I, I feel what you're saying, but that, that shit's all triggered into me. Cause I'm like, yo, I was never supposed to be that person. <laughs> I was never supposed to be that guy. Yeah. And when I think about all the people who would have like really, really like took advantage of my opportunities, right? I just feel like, damn, I feel I feel guilty for surviving. Yeah. Right. Which you shouldn't really need to or yeah, have to. But yeah, like, we are because you just think like, why me? How didn't I? How not this? How not that? Right. Or you think like that? All it took was this. For, I mean, plenty of time. Oh, that time when that happened, I was supposed to be outside, or I was supposed to ride with them to the store, or something like that. It's like easily you could have just crashed. My life could have changed so many times depending on like where I was at, like just being outside. So, yeah. like, jump outs was a real thing. Oh yeah, Tuesday and Thursdays. Like I don't think people realize. Like I'm still scarred by I'm that. I'm still like, scarred by Tuesday. This. When Tuesday Thursday when I'm outside in DC, I'm like looking around. If I see an Impala. I'm still a little like, Four and stores. I ain't doing nothing. But you just like. Man, I don't know. This is the day when they was, and we was kids, like, man, I ain't had it on. We knew when they hopped out, we running. You, you know what I mean? That was our workout. Oh, <laughs> pull up. Everybody, Everybody right. Run. Yeah. yeah. I got, look, this is a random story. So, like, it is just, it's just, this is weird. It's not weird. It's, it's, I'm, I guess I'm grateful for, like, these experiences. Yeah. So, I remember, uh, like, the, the summer before I went to college, like, the two summers before I went to college was just wild. This wild like experiences that would normally, I guess, derail or affect uh, somebody else in our demographic, right? right? So I got locked. Up. I, I didn't even, like fully get locked up. It was weird. So the jump house pulled out. So there was a um, a, a rare time in DMV culture or okay. DMV times or oh, our timeline where PG and MPD had like a joint task force. I remember that. I remember that because it was mainly because of the UUs too. And I was a UU. I was a UU. Oh, <laughs> so, 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 um, so I remember thinking this shit. So we outside, we showing dice, right? And I remember this shit like it was belly, right? Mm-hmm. I remember seeing like <laughs> a, a, a Maryland car go by, right? And I'm like, a police car go by. Yeah, I'm like, that's odd. Like, it's like, up, yeah, it's not even the outskirts, you know, of Maryland, um, DC and Maryland. Then that's no, they, they, everybody jump out. Right, so I'm like, oh shit, it's a jump out. So like, these things are getting crafty. <laughs> so um, where we at? We outside gambling, but I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm just, I had a supreme confidence. So I went upstairs and I came back downstairs, and I kind of told myself, I told myself that, hey, I'm just walking out of the house. So they harassing everybody else. They ain't gonna be worried about. So just like to set up the scene a little bit more. It's like you know. Off of Minnesota Avenue, I'm from 36th Street, so it's like one of those four-unit apartment buildings. So we all outside, we a little reckless gambling outside. So the you know the PG, it was a it was a joint task force with PG MPD and our MPD. Um, so when everybody jumped out, I um I entered the apartment building. I walk upstairs and I walk back downstairs because mm-hmm. I'm trying to give the impression that I'm just leaving out the house. I don't know what these dudes are doing, right? But they snatched my <laughs> ass up anyway, right? So I got some, I got a little bit of money in my pocket. I got um I got two phones. That's the real thing. I had two phones. So, so they 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 thinking you moving. So no oh Big look, dog. They, they so now <laughs> no 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 this 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 what it was. I felt disrespected. They was like look at him. He gotta be a lookout. 
I'm like, fuck you, man. I'm a lookout. <laughs> and that's how they got me. That's how I was talking. That, that's how I was talking big shit. And that's how I was talking so much shit to the way they started fighting me. Uh, and then they're like, they fucked me up. Lookout. Yeah, they called me a lookout. I was like, you got me fucked up. I got a fucking lookout. And I. <laughs> And, and especially it was the summer, you know, in summer you were right. like 18, that's the most money you gonna have. Yeah. And like I was one of those people who was able to finesse like two summer jobs and I had a real job. Um but I remember I had to tell uh the, the director up or bound that like yeah, I'm gonna miss this Saturday because I gotta do this little youth court shit. And she was like, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you, da da da. Wow. Um but uh so yeah, so that was that was like my first um so again, so I brought that story up just to let you know that like, you know, I could have like caught another charge in jail, right? Yeah. Or I could have like or, been or that super discouraged. Yeah. Like that that was a um and I guess I can't fully go into this because I ain't talked to this person about it. But that was the first time I feel like my mother ain't had my back. Mm. Cause like she was just like I just feel like she went with what the police said. Right. You know, like a lot of parents used to do. Yeah. Teachers said, police said, neighbors said, and it's like sometimes some people was welling. Yeah. We was welling most of the time, no, but we no, was some, most of the time. sometimes some people was welling. But my thing was like the police was welling. Granted, I was welling initially, but the police started welling after I was welling. <laughs> I was like, oh, I ain't think adults do this. Right. Uh, and then like the fact that like I just didn't feel like she considered my story at all. And I'm like, yo, bro, like it's supposed to be me and you. Right, right, right. right. So that and so that was like right before college. So that kind of that kind of affected like our relationship. Um, I got into it with a guy the day before I left for college. This is this is a real like exclusive right here. The day before I left for college, me and this guy got into it. Older guy got okay. into it, and like you know, basically he just tried to bring harm to my life. Like the day before I went to college, um, and so it, so just going to Dell State was just one of those things where I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna. Uh, try to not really, really really reinvent myself but i just ain't want to bring you know the record like i i i, I was i'm i'm aware enough to know bullshit right yeah. and i know like the bad the quote-unquote bad thing to do right and, I, and that's part of the reason why i ain't really like hang with the dc like crew mm-hmm. when that while i was at dale state because like yeah you no know, like my first week there i'm with them you know we're in front of car where everybody's smoking black and miles and shit and i'm like damn this this, like back this, home, back, right. this back home. Well, I'm paying come, money for this. <laughs> I ain't coming to be back home. Like I'm, I'm really like disgusted with back home right now. Yeah. Like, um. So yeah. So so you know everything. I'm I'm not making me everything I am. All these experiences, kind you know, kind of like help make you who you are. Um. So yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. That's that. Yeah. You know for sure. Now, um, I think you know us meeting at Dell State. Um, you know, uh, for those listening, don't know AD when I got to Dell State, I got to Dell State. AD was the campus host. He was the off-campus party host, party planner, whatever the case may be. My man, buddy, be like, uh, nah, this, uh, this, uh, what's my man from um, American Pie, Stiflin? Oh, Stiflin! He's like, he's the real life Stiflin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so like doing those type of things uh, on campus, and then I think like you know me now keeping up with you, social media, whatever is like. You still exemplify that if it's like, you know, uh, and I say exemplify pretty much like having the position in the culture. Okay. Like, you know, promoting things, whether it's from music, fashion, um, somebody at Dell State starting a business, me starting a podcast. So, like, what is your, what, what, what do you, like, how do you describe yourself? Like, what do you consider yourself? And I mean, I definitely know you wear many hats, but like, I think you are like a, like you kind of come off as like a brand, a universal brand ambassador. I know, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I, 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 I feel like <clears throat> so. Like again, so I like um, 
it took a village to make me who I am, right? Yeah. And I do feel like um I do feel like, you know, I'm I do feel like I'm successful, right? Yeah. And I used to think that like to be successful I had to make make a million dollars and right. I had to drive a Ferrari Facts. and shit like that. But like, you know, you know, coming back home, it was kind of like a humbling experience. So boom. So like when I was in Delaware depressed, I'm like competing with the internet. Right, right. right competing right. with like my friends that are like doing top level shit. Then I come back home and I see like niggas I grew up with or looked up to that's like off K2, sleep, sleep on the street, right? So now I got like a different mindset of what success is, right? Um, so, so this is kind of like the answer, like, oh, why you never like move to New York or LA and why you ain't like in front of the camera and shit like that? Because I just like my values or what I found to be valuable would just switch, right? Like my, my mental health is like a lot more important than like how many followers I got, right? And I didn't always think that way. I didn't yeah. always think that way. Um, so let's let's go back to the whole brand of like a bastard thing, right? I um, uh, it took a village to make me who I am, right? I um, I, I like to support people who support me, right? I'm one of those. I'm one of those like you know, if we friends, we ain't got we ain't going. We probably won't talk every day. Yeah, we probably won't talk next month. You know, right, so right. like that. But when we talk, it's gonna be the littlest day right, ever. Right. You know, <laughs> it ain't nothing you could do. Like once I consider you a friend, like it's nothing you could do to like make me not be your friend. Yeah. You know. Um, I guess I'm kind of like loyal to the fault with that, but like, you know, I just I just like to see my niggas win. Like, I'm, hmm, I can't say it like that, but I'm one of those people that like, uh, you know, let's say if I ain't get the shoes, I'm just happy one of my man's got the shoes, right? Right, and you could apply it to like any aspect in life. Um, so yeah, man, I just I just be trying to support. Um, I do I do know that like I like boom, I got I got these phones right, so I got I, I got I get the analytics, so I know that like. I get like 500 people that watch my stories every every day, right? Yeah. So I, I know, um, it's kind of like I know my audience enough too, right? Uh, to where I know what's going to make people laugh. I know what's going to spark certain emotions. Right. And then I try to throw, hey, motherfuckers, get a job. If y'all need somebody, they know somebody who need a job, let's try to throw that in there. Or, you know, if I put some funny stuff up or some um, some cool stuff up, because, like, you know, like now I'm into art and stuff. So right, like, right. My, my eyes are a little bit different, but... um. I don't know. So to answer your question, I try to help people who help me. I try to uh, I try to trick people to like helping themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my best like events on campus for for one are events that I like promoted as a party, but it was like an open discussion, yeah. right? And then motherfuckers are getting healed. They didn't know they needed to get healed, right? Right. Yeah. Like the that. programs is different. Yeah. yeah programs <laughs> is different. Um, and yeah, and, and so boom. So like with that, I'm I, I gotta like finesse people to like hear some of these like life discussions. Mm-hmm. Look, man, my 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 my. I think my mission right now is just to help this earth be a better earth, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of like, there's a lot of um, and 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 do it and to do it to where like money ain't really evolved. Like even like what I do now in the community, I have no budget for it, right? I, um, Kanye said some cool things, right? In his interview, he's a little bit everywhere with it, yeah. but he's <laughs> one cool thing he said was like, yo. Life ain't about, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, yo, my life ain't about how much money you get. It's about, like, how many relationships you make. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, you like, always be rich if you got good relationships. If you got good relationships, yeah. right? I, and, like, I'm one of those people where, and I, and I know people that do it better than me, but, like, I'm one of those people where, like, I know if, I, if I'm on the East Coast, I got somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. Like, I got, no, I got somewhere to, I know I'm going to have a meal, right? If I'm on the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, my relationships that, like, I feel like I do, I never... Granted, I'm a petty person, right? <laughs> I'm a petty person, I, so I'd be lying if I say that, but, like, 
I feel like I, I look at every situation to where like how can we both benefit, mutually benefit, how can we move both mutually grow from us just like fucking with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you know, and if it's not that, then it's like, all right, I did everything I could do. Um, but yeah, man, I just try to, you know, I just try to help. Cause you never know what's going to spark something that's going to, you know, we, we never, we could have been talking about, uh, so boom, let's say, I know we're going to get a few, this is going to be your best interview ever, right? <laughs> number wise or whatever. Right. So now, nah, but, um, but, but me just us talking about Reese podcast right, right, right. and Marco podcast, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully that could just spark a listen to listen to that. Right. To like, you know, uplift yeah. their life. Yeah. And, because and I, I don't think I'm a because um I guess uh, for a while now, this wine here to me. For a while now, <laughs> I never um I looked at it myself and people always say, Oh, you're real creative. But like I ain't I can't draw, right? So like I'm not creative, like and I'm not like a digital graphic yeah. person. So I'm not a creative, but like I guess I found my creative lane in a different way. Right. Yeah, bro, and, it's, and I, I feel it. I feel the same way because, like, I feel like I'm creative, but I feel like sometimes I just don't tap into it. Yeah. Or like you'll get the feedback, but I say that to say is like you know what you just said. Like, it's hard to express it too. Yeah, like you know those listen. Like me and AD started a, a DMV club at Dell State. You know that. Well, don't be humble about it. <laughs> so at Dell State, at Dell State, it was a culture of like. DC people just like the wild people, the rowdy people. Turned up. Turned up. Stepping. You know, yeah. If, if there was a beef, it involved DC people. There was a fight, it involved DC people. So DC people had like a, ne- a negative stereotype, right? I don't know who came before us, right? But I just right. know after us, it was, it, was, it was really hard to, um, you know, any student could like make a, 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 a on campus a student over, right? It just had to get approved. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the DMV clubs would never get approved, right? Uh, but it took it took an Ed Dawson <laughs> to make it happen. I wasn't going for it. Yeah. <laughs> we like we gotta get this in there. We, we got denied one year. Then I'm like, nah, we can't. We got, we got denied a year. I tried to do it like yeah. Dolo, and that shit got denied, uh, which is wicked. Yeah, but I'm saying like you know that that run that leadership whatever like I think it was like that's I know for me like I mean the people that was a part of the DMV club, uh, you know sometimes I might talk to Lee's T Tink whatever like. They don't know what they did for me. Like they think, like, oh, we were just leading, leading, leading. But it's like, nah, y'all following helped us realize that we could be, you know, in leadership position. These creative ideas we put out there had let us know we could, you know, had confidence to do it. You know, if it was from the basketball tournament, if it was from the the uh, bringing certain speakers there, mumbo sauce chicken, like whatever it was, uh, like bring a light show, yeah, bring, bring Tony Lewis. The basketball tournament was lit. I, I seen that picture the other day, like. Hey, we had that joint live. So look, so look, I can't take. I, I really. So whenever niggas talk about the DMV club, I can never really take credit. For it. <laughs> like it's really, it's really an end thing. And at the time, I was just like so focused on like being the cool guy on campus. I ain't really give it my all, yeah. right? Um, but 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 look, to pause you, like people don't realize we worked hand in hand. Yeah, like, he was the you was the SGA plug, right? So right. as a small org, it's almost like I'm trying to think of now. Just like a if 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 I'm a Trying to think how to put it. If I'm a council member and you work in executive office of mayor, yeah, I gotta get certain stuff, you know, moved through, pushed through y'all. So even like certain funding we got, like, yeah, we put through the paperwork and all that, but you was there more pushing and advocating for us, like, nah, they need to get this. It's the least I could do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you was like the top plug. Well, like, like, progression, it, it worked, to progression. Yeah, it was hard to progression. But it yeah. was um it worked out and it worked out beautifully because like you you being the face of it, and it was just always so like well polished, right? Yeah. So you will be one of those people I would consider like a number one draft pick. Like yeah. so guys, I don't know if y'all know, but <laughs> in Wilmington, 
Delaware. It was an advertisement of Ed Dodson's face. Telling people to the come billboard. to Delaware. Telling people to come to Delaware. What, what letter was your, like, Paul, what letter was your head? It was the U or the D? I want to say the, hold on. I just remember, right I, I, I want to say the, the U. I think it was the U. So look, they said D S. The U was A. Yeah, the U was a U because that was the thing yeah. like U. You. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it was a U. Yeah. I remember the first time I seen that. I was on a freeway, but I had to take the exit to spin back. So I got so many calls about that. Yeah, that just, now that was hard. Talk about leaving your mark. People was calling. It was like, it's like I'm a little turnt right now, but I think I just rode past you on yeah, the plastic that, bridge. Yeah, that, that's fire, bro. <laughs> Talk about an ego. Like, granted, you a great guy. Like, I don't. You never came off as like I'm better than you. Without yeah. A guy. But that would have been that would have boosted the fuck out of my. Yeah, all, and it's crazy because all that stuff was humbling. Like, and I think for me it was like you know I remember one time he's riding a uh, Lincoln, me, Fran, Shannon, and I remember Fran, uh, Shannon, you know, hanging out the window like, man, that's lit, that's lit. And it was definitely lifting me, but I think for me it was more like I didn't really see the impacts after, because uh, like although I was at Dale State going hard, people like some people may realize it because they see me post. But like I was just trying to motivate my hood and my city. That's yeah. all I was trying to do. So that's why I was going so hard on the gram. Seven picks, eight picks. It's like on Friday night lights. Cole got a line. See, I got gangster niggas lined up in the missions office. Like that's what I was trying to do. Like showing like, look, yeah, I'm in school studying, but like, bro, it's lit. You know, y'all seeing me in pictures with the celebrities, the rappers. We going to the shows. There's girls here. Like, bro, it's the same thing back home. You just got to come here and do your work. Like, it ain't that hard either. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I ain't really, like, it ain't really hit me until after I left. And, like, after I left and when I went back, bro, when I went back for, to the first homecoming, it's people I never met coming up to me, talking to me. Man, I'm in that forget. I was uh, outside Memorial Hall bathroom. Was one girl came with someone. She's like, "So are you rich now?" She's like, "I see you move to Vegas." I'm like, "I ain't rich." Yeah, I'm like, "It's yeah. costing on that cheap. I'm just making it." Like yeah, you know, but yeah. that's when I started to realize, like, "Oh wow, okay, okay, you really like they say make your mark on the world." Like, like you really left a mark here. Yeah, nah, it's what's up. Because yeah. like, there's people that I know for sure I've never seen in my life, and like, like they know me, right, right, or at least they think they know me. Know we me. wasn't even there. People who came in after us, and they might have heard of you, and like. Now you know, because we it was people out there we heard of. Yeah, you know, like, right, oh, right. I know such and such such and I think it just, and, and just to toot our own horn, I think it's a little bit cooler when, like, you're not a Greek person. Right, like, right. There's nothing on writing to say, like, I have to remember this person. Like, such and such, the Wilson McCall is like, not, and, uh, like you just said, if it was the such and such from D.C., it was it was not associated with nothing positive. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was like, such, yeah, so. <laughs> like, like, I know for sure that, like, and, and this is, like, when I, like, so my senior year, that's when I learned that, like, it was a business, yeah. right? And, and it's like a curtain that's got whoosh in front of me, right? And then I was like, well, if this is a business, and, like, y'all not letting me do certain things. Like, I, like boom, I threw a homecoming with no one, – one of my greatest skills is I could do things with no oh, budget. Oh, redemption, right? I did a homecoming with no budget, right? And the school, like, applauded me, like, behind like behind the scenes. Like, yeah. do more of these, right? Yeah. It's, like, no liability for us type of thing. Like, yeah. more, more of these. But then, like, fast forward, you know – they wasn't trying to give me like letters or recommendations, <laughs> you know. I'm asking for certain things, and like they like, nah. Um, ever tell you story how I got impeached? Uh, I think semi. I don't the full story. So, so I got some with some in the yard to the veil in the veil, right? Okay, yeah. I told my old heads this joint, right? I'm mad. I'm yeah. I'm bent. They're like, bro, you got impeached? <laughs> oh, that shit lit. Uh, we going up. We going up. I'm like, nah, y'all like these. They, like these adults lied on me. <laughs> these adults lied on me. So look, fast forward, right? Fast forward. My senior year, I'm like, I'm like anti everything, right? Yeah. I go to that senior year funk, right? Which everybody go through, but it, it hit me a little bit hard, right? So 
So what happened? So we, uh, this is before homecoming, for okay. sure. This is before homecoming. And remember this, this is pivotal, because this was the homecoming where the police was like lined up, like like they was about to start spraying everybody with hoses and stuff. Yeah. So that's a pivotal for this. So, so my roommate, I can't even put it on my roommate, right? So, so this is, uh, this is, this is around the time of Hurricane Sandy too, right? These are two like important like time marks. So long story short, uh, my room smelled like marijuana, right? Okay. I wasn't there, wasn't nobody in there, right? It smelled like marijuana. It's one of those things where like whoever smoked, I had a lit ass room too. My room was so lit that people entered through the window instead of the front door. Oh wow! Uh, I had one. I had a first floor. Oh, I do. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my room was like. Really, really, <laughs> I had a really, really like I was stiff lit, so my room was really, really lit. Um, so long story short, we come. Me and my roommate come in late. Uh, we both go to our room, and then we both come out at the same time. And I remember saying like, "Yo, you uh." Somebody been in your stuff? He said, "Yeah, somebody been in here. Yeah. Like, it don't look like nothing's missing, but like somebody been in here." And what 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 it was for me was that my SGA jacket was on the bed, right? And I ain't like my SGA jacket because it was like a little messed up, like the patch wise. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, this is like weird. Like I don't even like this jacket. And it's on my bed, right? Boom. So fast forward, Eric Morgan. That's the only name I'm gonna use with this stuff. <laughs> Eric Morgan was like, "Oh, that's y'all room." Da 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 da. That's why I say, yeah, y'all in trouble. Like, in trouble for what? Like, for, yeah, your room smell like weed, and we found all these liquor bottles and things like this. I said, who found this? He was like, I found it. I'm like, Eric, why are you in my room? Like, Eric, right. I know you. Like, yeah. like, I know you. Like, we go to off-campus parties. We talk to the same girl. Right. Like, I don't mean to put your business out there, but, yeah. like, everybody know your business. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> it's like, um, you ever, uh, you ever uh, had, like, somebody, like, maybe, like, Maybe you got a friend that's like uh, skinny, and everybody's talking like about you him, checking but... me for something that you doing. You checking me for something that, that everybody else does, right, right, and like right. I ain't about to be the, the victim or the, mm-hmm. the example. And so, I mean, in reality, like people know, like yeah, we got passes. You know what I mean? Like, we so, got but he know who I am too, though. Yeah, that's so that was a little, yeah, yeah. And you know my role. So fast forward. We in, um, what's the lady name? Who's like the the judge, the jury? Oh, uh, shout out to Miss Duffy. Miss Duffy. So Miss, so I get my court case right. Um, they're like, you could do a little small one, we could do something big, right? But like, and I was like, let's do the small one first. So, um, what's my girl? Camilla is yeah. in that drink. She's like, I want to be with you, da 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 da. So I'm like, all right, bad. So I got an administration, we're going to beat this thing, right. whatever, right? I, I rarely ever dressed up, I dressed up. So, boom, Miss Duffy Shaw showed me the evidence. Uh, so it's literally a clip and a candle, right? But it's the same candle, same clip. They just, uh, Eric Morgan just uh, put it in different rooms and took pictures of it. So, like, he, let's say he put it in seven different areas. Yeah. And then the evidence was I had seven different candles with seven different J's, right? And wow. so, so, first, Miss Duffy was like, yo, like, yeah, we found this in your room. The, 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 the jacket that was, like, the most disrespectful that kind of, like, hurt my feelings was that he had put one next to my SGA jacket, mm. right? So, not only did you go in the closet to get my jacket out, you, like, you took a picture with the SGA jacket as if like I'd be smoking in the SGA jacket or whatever, right? Um, so so Miss Duffy, like, yo, what is this? Like, what is this? She already has a circle. Right. I was like, I don't know what it is. I'm like, deny, deny, deny. Right. She's like, well, if you want to like insult my intelligence, then we could just like wrap this up. I said, Well, it sounds like we're cutting the shit, Miss Duffy. I said, Well, if we're playing this game, I said, this is the same like clip put in different rooms. Like, if y'all was like so like care about like worried about it, y'all would just removed it. Right. But y'all like y'all, I was like, y'all really like just planted this thing on me. Like, and I don't like that. Yeah. Um, and the date of the, the report was during Hurricane Sandy. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, this ain't even happening this day, right? Yeah. And like, cause the school was shut down, shut yeah, down. I was in my room that whole weekend. You can't even go to the cab. <laughs> they were like dropping things all right. over the front desk. So like, and this happened on Hurricane Sandy. And so she took her glasses off and she said, yeah, so, you know, if this wasn't Delaware State, we would have dismissed this. But unfortunately it is Delaware State. Yeah, cause I ain't gonna lie, Miss Duffy would tell us all the time, like, she was like, I can't do, like, she was like, I could try to help you, but she's like, if weed involved, I can't do nothing about it. Yeah. But, like, she would definitely try to help you if it was a bottle or something like that. But, like, weed, she's like, nah. And that's my first time. Like, I went through. So, what? Was this a years. setup? I got it. I got set up. I mean, like, so did anybody else get caught with weed? I know you said a couple other rooms, but did they get the same type? No, of so course, they want to SGA, but. Let's say me and my roommate, right? Yeah. Me and my roommate, but I'm the only one who got penalized. So, my penalty was, ah, uh, yeah, you offer SGA, but you get to keep your office. And, and we don't want to mess you up financially, so we're going to hook you up with a job. Uh-huh. Um, but don't tell no students. This is like literally, it's like as soon as I say, like, yo, like this ain't right. And then Miss Duffy's like, yeah, we would have dismissed this if this wasn't school. Ms. And then Miss Camilla, she already got like, yo, this, so this is what's happening next. Don't tell nobody that you got kicked off at SGA because we don't want to, like, yeah, I never knew until you told me because yeah. you were still in the mix and doing everything. Because like, they get paid more money. I still got like, my SGA benefits. And so, boom, so fast forward. I'm mad. I'm mad. I got impeached, right? I'm mad. <laughs> I got impeached, and I'm mad that I can't tell nobody I got impeached. Right. <laughs> and so, um, and so, and then like my um, you know, progression was kind of lit. Yeah. And so yeah. now I'm like the black sheep in the progression too, right? Right. And um, and I did a lot of work to get the progression to be the progression. Um. So fast forward, it's the it's the homecoming party. It's crazy outside, right? Mm-hmm. But it's homecoming. I'm like, uh, they told me I wasn't doing nothing with homecoming. Like, I can't host nothing. After all, I can't host nothing on campus, blah, 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 blah. So I'm I'm lit. I'm like really lit. I'm homecoming lit. I'm yeah. senior year homecoming lit. Not any type of homecoming lit. I'm saying I feel like freshman year homecoming lit, senior year homecoming lit, and your first time back to campus homecoming lit. Right. Like kind of lit. So Camilla come up to me. We're public safety, like, yo, we need you on the mic. We need you to calm the crowd down. Da, 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 da. They try to do what they did at James Brown with MLK time. Hey. They wanted me to chill out the crowd, right? And they was like, yeah, 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 right? So I was like, all right, cool. I get the mic. I don't know why the DJ played ASAP Rocky fucking problem, right? <laughs> and so I, and so I, I feel like I, I pride myself with not really saying the B word, mm-hmm. especially not in public, especially like not to women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, I'm like, what are my bitches at? <laughs> I love bad bitches at my fucking problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, y'all, that's my problem, y'all. Y'all, you got some bad bitches in the crowd tonight. <laughs> you was like, I ain't on SGA no more. I'm on filter. But look, I dropped the mic. Like I remember this. I dropped yeah. the mic. The crowd messing with me. Right? It's homecoming, and like I feel like I had like a rare like power at this. Yeah, like, people was looking forward to what you was gonna say. How yeah. you gonna hype it up? Like, yeah. I get. A, I'm thinking I did my job. Ooh, like I'm thinking like maybe I got send them a check. Yeah. Camilla was like, "What was that, Adrian? <laughs> what was that? What were you talking about?" Hey, bitch, is this? You got bitch, is there? No, no. <laughs> hey, that's. <laughs> and then she told me the other day, she ever thought you'd get on SGA? Oh, that's out the window now. And then from there, uh, she didn't give me no uh, no letter of recommendations. Mr. Uh-huh. Holmes didn't give me no letter of recommendations. And so then I'm in Delaware, not really doing what I wanted to do, depressed, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah, All nice. until my man, Ed Dawson, <laughs> hit me with a phone call. Life been lady like a titty ever since. Yeah, nah, that's solid, bro. And, it, you know, just, and like, you learn, like, from, a, like, I tell people, I'm saying, you learn from your, I don't even say a mistake, but, like, you learn from your setbacks more than, like, your success. Yo, like, you can only, time. 
And you appreciate it years down the line. You look back like, damn. So, like, I really, really, like, you know, I'm 30 years old now. And one of the things I really, really appreciate is just, like, the process of losing. Mm-hmm. Or the process of, like, not having it in your way. Or, like, you know, you, you can learn a lot about yourself through, like, the, the bad times in life. You know, when everything's going good, you know, you're going to react how you're supposed to react. But if things going not right, that's when you see who a person really is. You know, boom, if, I, if somebody like, I hate to bring it to this level, if we on U Street, somebody just run up on us, right? You know, how you act is how you how you going to act, right? Before that, you could have been the toughest guy in the world, but we never seen you in one of these situations. And right. And, and, and granted, you don't got to be the toughest person X, Y, and Z. But um, I say all that to say you don't know who the, who you are until you get in those situations. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, for sure, bro. Like, it's, it's a... I was telling somebody the other day, like, you don't wish for it, but, like, when the challenge or a struggle come down, like, I just be like, oh, I know I'm going to come out this better. Of course, in the moment, it's like, this joint blowing me, like, yeah. whatever. But, you know, like, once this is over, like, I'm going to be way better than I was before. Because, it's like, when you on, you know, quote, unquote, on top of you successful, yeah, you can learn from it as far as, like, oh, I'm trying to stay here, keep my spat. But you really ain't, it ain't too much learning because it's like, when you down and, like, you got to observe yourself. Like, I tell people, the biggest lesson for me the past two years, like once I started working at HR, they talk a lot about emotional intelligence. Mm. How do you govern your emotions? You know, when, when, when something go left, you know, for example, it's like family misfortune, people getting sick, whatever death is like, I've grown so much in like how I respond to that. Right. And it just come from like emotional intelligence, like me being aware. So like, I'm just saying that to say, the more you go through like hardships and different situations, you're going to learn how to deal with it. At the end of the day, life going to happen. Like I know in my life is like, when the blessing come, it's blessing, 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 blessing. When the storm comes, it's storm, 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 storm. It's like none could ever work. So when the I be, don't be clicking. yeah, when everything be going great, I be like, cool. But I be like, all right, I know it's something around the corner that's going to come. But it's like, when it comes, you got to be ready to, you know, get over that. So I think, you know, you sharing that story, that was, you know, one of many times, like you said. And it's like, you had to go through SGA, being in Delaware, the job, whatever, to come back to D.C. and I think, like, kind of really appreciate, you know, what you had here in D.C. Because, yeah. like, I think, not even think, I know you similar to me, was, like, we love the city, but we also more in love with what's outside of the city. If it's expanding that network, going I'm, to L.A. I'm big on, like, if you don't, like, you got to move around yeah. to grow, like, to expand. And, you know, if you live in D.C., you just won't get stuck. And it's small. Like, it ain't yeah. like we're in a Chicago, New York. Like, nah, like, yeah. in this city, like, you you from here, like you meet somebody, y'all got some type of mutual friends, like it's just no way around it. Like that's how when I would be at Dell State, you meet somebody from DC, school you went to. Or what, what neighborhood you from? You know this person, like if we don't have one mutual friend, it's like all right, you might not be from the city, bro. Like we gotta have that's one you, mutual friend. Cause the city ain't that big. So yeah, man. Um, so look, I, I I'll be remiss. I feel like um, uh, you know, you my bro, again, like I said, once I lock in with somebody, we lock in for life. Yeah. Um, all this has been cool, but I feel like you know, we talk more about music than anything else. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know you're not, this is not a music podcast, oh, yeah, yeah. so I hate to throw a little curveball. Yeah. So, um, but I'm just pe- going- the people don't realize that music influences. People don't know, well, people don't realize that Ed is one of the best freestyle <laughs> of our generation. I fucking Jordan Lucas. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, music influences everything I do. Like, even just like if it's before podcasts or, and that's what I love about, you know, Million Dollars Worth of Game, when they just start they off good. cranking, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they it's like, you know, it's like music is, is that. But, uh, yeah, that's a perfect transition um, going into the music. So the next topic we're going to transition to is uh, what AD mentioned, you know, the music scene. Um, we are hip-hop fans, music heads, whatever it is. 
Um, we, 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 I ain't gonna say shared, I'm gonna say share a dream of one day, you know, navigating into that arena. Um, and not just off the sense of fans, but I think it's just really having a passion of music. Like, I think how we, so we got a music chat, y'all. Me, AD, Fran, shout out to my boy Dash from Jersey. And like, we really break down music, artists. Somebody try to drop a link in there, think it's hot. We're going to tell you that joint is not it, <laughs> you know. But it's like we really look at music in a whole different way. So uh, before we kind of talk about the music scene on a national level, we right here in D.C., we talking about D.C., we from D.C. Um, I want to ask you right now, who are your top three favorite DMV rappers? I didn't say DC rappers. That's what I did. Straight DC. Yeah. Right? Mm, that's and that's like really, mm, that's kind of super biased, right? Yeah. Because, all right, boom. So Glizzy, got to put Glizzy up there. Um, I'm from 30, I'm from 36. He's from 37. I remember, the, I remember when he got the tattoo <laughs> on his face of a star. And I, that's probably one of the last time I was, I was a hater. Um, Nah, I lie. I'm be <laughs> But nah, I remember he getting the star on his face. I remember telling him like, "Yo, that's dumb as fuck." Like we we're all like 14. Like, why the fuck would you get a tattoo? And he said, "I'm gonna be a star one day." Nigga, you ain't gonna be shit. And I look at him. Yeah. Debatably, the most successful rapper <laughs> born in DC. Nah. All right, all right. So, um, so Glizzy Trail, Glizzy Trail, um, and 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 just based like on sheer talent. I would have to say, ooh. So you put me on with both of these people I'm about to say. So off of sheer talent, I had to say light show. Yeah. Just because like like people I'd be freaking if people if I say people don't know light show. Right. People right. know light show outside the city. But you put me on the swipe. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't forget swipe. Recipe yeah, swipe. Yeah, recipe swipe. And swipe was swipe was pretty. And swipe was like we didn't even really get to see what he was gonna do. Like he just gave us, you know, one, yeah. two tapes and it was like bah for bah. Swipe, bro. I never, bro. I was in Vegas when I came across Swipey, bro. I'm on YouTube, and I never forget. You know, YouTube do the uh, shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. in the kitchen. I'm cool. And it's playing. It's playing. So then it gets to Swipey, uh, Rico freestyle. I don't know if you saying that right. Nah, nah, nah. You so, me on. Yeah, so I'm in the kitchen. I'm like, hold up. As I'm, you know, we from DC. So as soon as you hear a voice or you, you know, see the yeah, swag, yeah. you know. So I'm like, hold up. I'm like, you know, I look a little familiar right there. So I'm listening. I'm like, who is youngin? I'm texting the chat. I'm like, yo, y'all heard of this dude? Like, so I'm going. I'm clicking the next videos. I'm like, oh, Slim is nice. Yeah, he was nice. And you know, he was going and coming up, and unfortunately, you know, he ended up getting killed. But yeah, now nah, Swipe was Swipe was only what 17, 18 when he died. Yeah, he so just graduated from freshman. He's about to go to Morgan on a full ride. They said, you know, he oh, ain't know that. He ain't even developing what he would be. But uh, you so you say Swipe, Glizzy, and Tri- and Light Show. Nah, so oh. yeah, nah, nah. Light Show had to be my number four because mm-hmm. I'm not the, like the biggest Light Show fan, but right. I can't. I can't fake on Light Show. Right, right, right. Not nah, fake. Um, so yeah, Glizzy, Trail, Swipe. Gotcha. Okay. For me, I'm gonna have to go Trail for sure. Um, I, in my opinion, I think Trail is. When I was in school, 2010, uh, Ed Hall, <laughs> Ed Hall came in the room playing Fat Trail. Like it was the first time where, like, you know, when people was rapping to make a video, oh, this such a different hood. Like when I looked at him and I'm like, oh, he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, okay. they was turned up. He was flowing. He was on beat. Bah for bah, he was a rapper, you know, trans uh, transition into the Chicago lane, rapping yeah. with them, outshining them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is our rapper gonna take us to the top. Second, definitely Glizzy. And this is no order because I really can't put him in order, but definitely Glizzy. Um, I think Glizzy, nobody makes a song like Shy. Um, I think Shy voice is unique. He stands out. I think he's consistent. And I think he represents DC well. 
Like, you know, I think sometimes we think about DMV rappers and they may say why they don't get acceptance or why this person is this, but I think Shy represents DC from the swag to, you know, things. Uh, and it's certain things he may put in the song, and if you're not from the city, you're not going to know what he's talking about. I really feel like he's well-packaged. Like, he's yeah. a well-rounded, like, voice, you know, lyrics, way he talk about how he act outside of, you know, rap, dress. Yeah. You know, yeah. And And, and third, like you said, like, I think catalog wise, like like you said, like like light show, but like I don't know, like I ain't gonna lie, bro. The three oh black has won me over, bro. Really? Like that last tape, bro. He dropped so for one, he got a song with little baby, so that yeah, raised my antennas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what's this about? But they I've play, worked out that Planet Fitness. Yeah, I've worked out to that song, bro. And it's like, okay, Cuz got bars. It's like he got the funny thing. He got the uniqueness. He so like, for example, thing. the All Walk Down song. They heard that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. 10 niggas now it's just three now it's just me you know what i'm saying like but we know it's like he got this creativity to him video lit you know all that so yeah like i i I like and it's like i know it's early to say though this is my top three but if i think about any of people like he he up there like i just he wanted those he wanted those bands that like um it's like he's relatable right like you know like he may not be you but you know him around your way yeah yeah yeah, we, we every might, hood don't got a shot. Every hood don't got a trip. Every hood got a, a, a three, exactly like yeah, yeah. that. That's yo. That's a perfect example, bro. We might gotta play some three over real quick. Okay, right. <laughs> I, <ain't> gonna, right. <laughs> I think my service a little messy. Nah, cool. <laughs> but nah, like I think, and that's why I think he just came with a different approach. But uh, nah, saying that to say, like you know, there's tons of rappers in this city in this area. You know, we can't forget Swipe. We can't forget Riff. We can't forget pioneers like Booby. Of course, we can't forget Wale. We can't forget Tabby. We can't forget Kingpin Slim. I mean, the list goes. Oh my on God, Kingpin Slim! That was like BDR I remember, too. BDR. I remember buying BDR. his uh, album at the Hobo Shop. Yeah, Kingpin Slim used to go. Bro. Yeah, he yeah he went in, and it's 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 also interesting because like you know I remember rap not being cool. Like yeah, I graduated high school in '09, and like even like the like the high school rappers wasn't cool. Right, you know. Lee Mike, Lee Mike of a of a, a go go band. That used to be my goal. That's what you know. For those yeah. listening, we ain't have rappers. It was go go, then the go go. Lee Mike's made rapper song that you heard on the radio. Yeah. So yeah. I would say, not even no, not even I would say this is facts. Yeah. Rap changed once Wale got signed. When Wale got signed to a major deal, because before Wale, like I just said, there was the boobies, there was the oi boys. Booby was bringing Gucci to the city, uh-huh. doing songs with Khaled, Oi Boy's tapes hosted by Khaled. But Wale getting on that major platform through the, uh, first it was Interscope, I think, right? Yeah, this first day was Interscope with Ron. I remember being at Mark Tech. Bronson, yeah. Bronson. I think that's when people started to look, but I'm gonna say that started it, but the raw slinkers were made like, yo, we all got rap. Like, yeah. you know, we could get with some cool niggas now. Like, Interscope was like- Well, 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 I think, I think that's part of it, mm-hmm. right? I think that's part of it, but then it's like, like if you was listening to Wale, like when Wale came out, Dig Dug, with yeah, Blue, yeah. right? You might have like to me personally. I feel yeah. like he helped the scene. He helped like put Gogo on the scene right nationally. I feel like he just did a, a a really good job of illustrating DC swag too, right? I think he did that more than he did like good music from the city. Now what I will say is I feel like once you know the Chief Keith thing happened, and then Glizzy actually popped. Then like everybody wanted to rap, and then I, I to yeah, me I Glizzy feel like when it, I feel like when the Chief Keith thing popped, that's when everybody went from going, having a go go band to everybody being a rapper. <clears throat> right. 
So it's like, it's crazy. Like, you know, uh, you mentioned earlier about the freestyle stuff and all that. Like, there was people always rapping before. People don't know, like, I like Borderline was raised in the studio. Okay. Like, that's like, <laughs> my father used I told to rap. You he's a freestyle legend. <laughs> my father used to rap. His right hand man is pretty much like my uncle right up the street, Pug. Pug used to make the beats. Doc Man from New York, like Vinny from Compton, like all these, they used to rap. So it's like, when I freestyle, it's like, it's just, a, it's almost just natural because it's like, I grew like, up around this. really good at freestyle. Yeah, like, it's like, and like, I just love, like, I tell people all the time, I'm like, yo, I be like, no lie, idiot. I was like, I just want to book a studio session just to play music. I don't want to record nothing. I just want to sit in there with my niggas right. and play the latest music on these speakers and vibe out. But I say that to say is that like, it's been other rappers in the city rapping, but like you just said, one shot went at Keith and went viral. And, you know, like, I think the scene is still new for us. As yeah, much as yeah, we yeah. want to say shot, well, shot in them trail, that was 2011, 2012. So we can say it's been 10 years, but Damn, it still ain't. Way to say 10 years, yeah, it still ain't go where it was supposed to go. I look at right. Chicago, I look at New York, I look at Atlanta, I Memphis. look at Houston, I look at Memphis, I look at all of these cities, and I'm just like, all right, when are we going to get our run? And it's, it's kind of hard to tell, right? And it's like, it's hard to tell because, like, you know, we don't have, like, a quote-unquote music scene. But yeah. We have, like, music execs that's right, like right. around here, right? It's like people a know A lot of legendary music, people in the music industry. Right? Yeah. And then, like, like I ain't know about the guy from the hit, um, that hit maker. Um, what's a bad boy guy? Kenny Thompson? The guy who worked oh, for Oh, uh, Chucky. 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 Yeah, they passed away. Yeah, so, like, I, I, was, I was ignorant about, like, Yeah, yeah. I was familiar with him a little bit, yeah. And, but like we had somebody who was like who was a big dog, a like, big dog, big Diddy, like yeah, from the city. You know, you shout out to Kenny Burns, yeah, shout out to Dre the Man, who I'm not a hundred percent sure what he does, but like he does a good job of playing on for the city too. Yeah, yeah, we, and then I think uh, something I think about the music scene, right, is that you know you had like you just mentioned like the, the trail, the glizzies, all them, right, but. Um, I was telling you, I was on a, um, a Zoom with, um, can't even think of the name of the organization, but pretty much like music community, people from all over talking about stuff. Okay. So it was a music exec from River Terrace from DC that works in Interscope. Okay. And, you know, I pretty much, you know, you get to get Q&A. So I put the question in like, you know, hey, um, 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 what's the, you know, why are more DC artists on the major platform? And, you know, he pretty much was like, hey, man, like I've talked to like executives and they told us like, you know, those guys think they're already great, and we're trying to take them from good to great. And they're like, you know, we're kind of okay with that. Like, we, that's like DC in the nutshell, that's our bro. Right? That's our personality, nutshell, like, because right? yeah. we so yeah. unique. Like, it's like you gotta think about it. For those listeners not from DC, like, when we leave here, we already got our mindset. We got our own music. We got our own sauce. We got we are, our own nah, swag. Nah, check this out. We are the uh, Ghana of the United States, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like we just come with like this thing, and it's like you already know. Cause it's like people ask him, where you get that from, or what's that, or what's yeah. this. So you kind of already got this mindset where you like already know. Like it ain't that you think you're better than people, but it's like you not doing what I'm doing. Meaning, and like not saying you can't do what I'm doing, but it's like the culture that I came from is just to be unique. Like very, very, you know, what I'm saying? stand out. And, and it's Bro. like, and it's like you you heard like Kanye has been saying more and more that like he got his style yeah. from DC. The little Yachty said he fell in love with the, the New Balance from DC. Like yeah. even if you look at. Man, I was talking to somebody the other day. Uh, they was, you know, in regards to the situation just happened with Alpo, and they was just going into details about like how Alpo used to hang down, and it was like, mm-hmm. it was like, yo, it wasn't like a thing where he was just 
New York guy came in and got accepted. They said, no, he blended in. Let's say he fell in love with DC culture. Yeah. He was, it got to the point where he was coming here every weekend. Yeah. And like, I'm cool off of New York. And like, we know it. Look how many of our friends from school that moved to DC. Or they came down for a weekend. Or, like we mentioned earlier, DMV Club. It was people in the DMV Club that wasn't from DMV. And that was like the biggest win. That was like <laughs> the biggest win right there. It was like, like two people on the board from Jersey. You know what I mean? Not from the DMV. <laughs> right. Right? They probably only been there for like the nightlife thing, but yeah. they love the people from the DMV. Right? Yeah, so, so the culture being contagious, huh. you would think. Biggie. Right. From Sachi. He said it, yeah. You would think that would help us advance, but it's like. It just seemed like we just still waiting on that that I, moment. I, I remember a young, I remember a young me, like I remember this lady around my way put me on with like a music producer, a music executive, okay. like, and she just knew, she just thought I'd be good for entertainment. Yeah. But in that conversation that I had with dude, I was just cocky as fuck, and I remember telling him like, "Yeah, I can get you on one of those parts if you needed it." Right, right. No, damn way, I never even <laughs> been on one of those right? So I just know that like we we we. You know, we scream like we have this supreme confidence again. Like it's something about growing up here. It's something about just like you know the, the music, the lingo, the the clothes, the the exposure, like the finesse. We had go go. We were going to clubs before. Like some people probably ain't go to a club till they was eighteen. Bro. We had the kitty go go clubs and like literally noon to eight p.m. You know what I'm saying? But, like I remember going to like <laughs> high school and like going to the eighteen and up to twenty one and nah like, for real. Like seeing my peers, my classmates, in it. Yeah. Like, so I think that definitely, uh, you know, I think plays a role just in probably like the attitude and how people, you know, come off as far as from that. But, um, you know, as we talk about top rappers, highlighting rappers, the scene, all those different type of things. Um, what's your thoughts on? I guess I would say, what's your thoughts on the the local support around all of these artists now? Because before it was just like, all right. 3.9, 95.5, y'all need to support Shy, I need to support Wale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, it's so, like, it's so many rappers, bro. Like, I'd be sometimes be on YouTube, top DMV rappers, or you may, somebody may send me a link, or like, friends that we know to rap, they put me on the young rappers, and I'm like, oh, like, another day, shout out to Prime. Prime sent me some younger from the South Side. I'm like, I never heard of this young, but I'm like, young and nice. It's a, no, we have like a lot of talent out here. And we got our own flow. We got a lot you of, know what yeah, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> that's true too. And I think that's a little, you know that that's like it pros and cons with the comes of that right. too, right? Like we got our own flow, and I don't, personally I don't like our flow, right? Yeah. But then it's like you got the New York drill, and right? That, right. That, you know, but everybody like got their own thing. Yeah. Because we, I think, so I would say that that original flow of the they claim, you know, it's debatable. Hood Rich Pablo Juan apparently kind of started the flow, yeah. the, the whatever the soft talking, whatever the stop and go, but like. I think no savage. I don't even know how we ain't even mentioned no savage. You know, yeah, yeah, we tripping. Yeah, yeah. And we both like really, really right. like no savage. And we think he has the most uh, uh upscale. Right. I think he has a great DMV flow, but it's also like he's it's like it ain't really bars. It's just the flow, but on top of like how he's flowing, what he's saying. Like I don't even know how to explain. Like Charlie's tough though. Yeah, he's nice. He, like he his flowed, voice. He on music. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if, I can see him like with a raw. So like with a you know. With, when he buy like I, a nude oh i would love to see him in nudie or like him in yeah 21. yeah he because he could like he can go like yeah he could go, uh, he could go. Uh, when he hit that uh oh uh, he about to turn up yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And he, I, he a youngin yeah he kind of remind me of fabio not quite fabio but he give me like a fabio that's a like perfect example you yeah. know what people don't know is that savage start uh started with swipe Mm. So when people probably think of the name No Savage is when you look back at the old videos, it was Noah Savage. His name is Noah. Oh, 
Okay. Noah Savage, but like they all was in the joint together. So like we always talk about it. Shout out to Trey Seven. Like they've produced so oh, many yeah, rappers. They got the best rappers. Shy, uh, Swipe, and Savage together. It would be that. That would be our run. Yeah, we would go yeah, up from that. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be mini CMG. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but just kudos to that side of town, right? Because I feel like when people think of Minnesota Avenue, they don't really think yeah. of this, right? But you got those three people, right? You got Malik from Eat. Yeah. You got Ad from Thirty Six. And I just feel like you know you gotta sir, yeah, no, you, gotta, you gotta you gotta you gotta show off for your size. Who else from? I think somebody else from that side. Yeah, kind of athletes. Yeah, that's what I say. Athlete wise, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, cause from up the heights, he's just playing for the Vikings. He just got drafted a couple years ago. I can't think of his name. Yeah, Tavon Wilson. That's who I think I'm thinking. From he played, um, he was in Detroit last I checked. He probably ain't yeah. no more. Got a Super Bowl with the Patriots. You got Nate Bussey, um, uh, New Orleans Saints. Um, I know I'm missing some people. Uh, Chris McCray, um, University of Maryland. So, um, yeah. So I wonder, with us, like, like as we mentioned it, athlete sports. But oh, but also just to go back a little bit. Yeah. So like, also I think what we're dropping the ball at is that we don't really need those radio stations no more. Right at all. You know, like so look, look at the ETSG. That's what I was about to ask. Like, so if we got these people in different lanes from fashion, rapping, acting, whatever, it's like all right. Like, where's the mutual connect? Where's the unity gonna come in place? And I'm not saying that people in here not unified because because yeah, yeah. DC, like, no lie, wherever you go, you meet somebody, they're gonna look out for you. Or DC like, people will look out yeah, because yeah, yeah. we know, like, all right, you made it from all that joint to here. I got you, you know. I remember gonna... you were telling me uh, when you first got like the Vegas, <laughs> yeah. the DC man was like, right, right, was like, oh, yeah. And it's like, and that's the thing too, sometimes people won't even, they be like, they won't believe from DC, mm-hmm. bro. I want shout out to Zay. We got out of Cali one time. He's like, Yeah, he's a man ain't from DC, whatever. I'm like, yeah, bet. So I get him like, It was good, bro. I'm like, oh, Where you live at? He's like, Resting. I'm like, Bro, that's the, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying that to say is that people that meet DC people sometimes they'll ask, like, Oh, PG or this because they met people that say they're from DC. And it's, and, it's a rare. And people don't, people like, Why, guys? You know, I hate people say, Oh, no one owns blocks. We know we don't own the blocks, but like, no, we take pride in being from it. I think for one, because it's like, you survived here. Yeah. And for two, it's like, if you grew up in D.C., it's nothing like D.C. But don't get me wrong. Like, I, to me personally, like, if I'm from Ruston, I'm probably Ruston. Like, I would rather grow up in Ruston. That's why I always said, I pre- who was, uh, who was that? Q the Fool. I appreciate okay. Q for saying, I'm from Largo Road. <laughs> PG County, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you appreciate that, bro, yeah. because, like, nobody judging you or nothing. Like, nah, you won't get like, judged if you say you're from the city and you're you not. Know. And then also, it's like, yo, you you don't pick where you're from. Right. Like, yo, we could have been in Iraq. Yeah, like, right, right. You don't pick where you're from. Like, um, but I say all that um, to say that I, since, what, what's, what's been the last, like, DC hit? DC hit, like, on a mainstream level? Mainstream level. Because at the end of the day, that's what, well, that's what it really is. Yeah, we don't like, got no hits. Right, right, yeah. That's true. Because so views don't mean it's a hit. You can still mean, have 4 million views, but it don't mean it's a hit. Yeah. I'm gonna say, I know what I know what it is, and it was a like whenever we make a hit, it's a big hit. But awesome, it's it's something after awesome. Lizzie on it though. Oh, uh, are you talking about a crew? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Crew was, I mean, crew might have been the biggest hit. I mean, so yeah, awesome. It might have been a big yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, what's my customer on the walk down wheel? That um, was a hit. Um, they playing that in all Vegas on the radio. Um. Uh, hey, 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 pull up. Uh, yeah. yeah, Gucci I, got on the remix. Yeah, yeah, but, but Crew is like, 
don't know, crew might be the number Nominated one. Nominated for a Grammy, yeah. you know. And you heard it everywhere, every place, it, every it, song. Like, granted, it was like a go-go song. It still had like a go-go feel. And it's Shy's best verse ever. There's no debate. <laughs> there's there's no, yeah, nah, he ran there's no debate. Crew was so good. <laughs> crew was so good. The radio had to give it a course in between Shy verse and uh, Gold Link verse. Nah. That shit was so shit. Hey, nice to meet. I'm Young Hefe. And it's like he spoke. DC sounded like DC. Yeah, Say, thing. but I live in the hill. And That's a, just and, the way I sleep. <laughs> and he had a, um, and I feel like he had, uh, and I don't even know if he meant it, but he had a, a great ass double entendre. Which one? He on the verse, he was like, "Okay, oh, So somebody having a permit. This is oh yeah, yeah. You need a permit. Uh. Uh, uh, dang, and he say something about uh the ad. We gotta play that. Joint. So look, so <laughs> so it's a cool double entendre because like. You know how some people say, "Oh, if you ain't coming to my city, you gotta check in." Right, right. But DC also has a very, very unique driving parking law. To where if you're a foreign tag, like yeah. not a DC tag, you need to get like a parking permit. Like a oh, I know. I, they put it on my car before. My Florida tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little pink so like you, you need to change this. Yeah. So you legit need like a permit. King of District DC. Columbia can't come in without a permit. The shit really a jungle. Gorillas and the cars. Yeah, yeah. That that was a yeah. That was that was shy like. I felt like nah, that he ran that joint. Nah, and it's yeah. like people could say what they want to say. I think uh, uh was that Brent on it, right? Yeah, Brent Fires and Brent Golden. did great on the hook, but I feel like Shy made the song because when you in the club anywhere, they're waiting for that. Hey, nice to meet. So they that, wait for that. <laughs> that goes back to like you know the old rule in hip hop where like whoever had the best verse go last. Last, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, like they the best for last. Like say the best for last yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because think about like no hands. What? And that's another legendary verse. That, that was like the last. I, I think that's the last hit before. Yeah. Maybe awesome. But it was like a DMV song. It's just the DMV nigga yeah. showing off. And I guess it's, it's me. It's like, you know, when I think about shout out to DMV Hoods and News, when you think about people that's highlighting stuff behind the music, they life, uh-huh. they interviewing. We got the comedians linking up the rappers. We got what the other cities got. Yeah. It's almost to the point where I'm like, are they scared of us? Are they like fearful, like this but, but, culture, or is it so unique they can't understand it? So, so the, I think it's the latter, right? I yeah. think DC people are just like some um, super like passionate people, right? It's like a DC aggression, and like it, there's like things called DC aggression, DC yeah. skinny. It's like it's like we ain't the easiest people for a first impression, right? And I could, and, and so yeah. like just just me being like a travel person, I could understand that. Nah, for real, right? Because like. Cause like, have you ever like, and this is just like, I guess, um, experience of being black. Yeah. Have you ever been out somewhere and then somebody just being unapologetically them? Oh yeah, and yeah. You yeah. be a little embarrassed by that. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's like, it ain't nothing that they did. They just being them. Being who they are, yeah. Right. But it's like for a first impression, it's a little harsh. And it's just that DC, and that's why I was like, I remember saying somebody we went away to college. I was like, I was like, yeah, I feel like to probably my senior year, maybe after college, it was like I mentally grew out of DC. Mm. Well, like we were physically out of there, but. You still hold held on to some of the qualities that I think held you back. Cause some of the stuff here though, it makes you like you said, we you, yeah. super confident. We're super confident. Supreme you know what I mean? level of confidence. Like, like, like even today, like I could wear like uh sweatpants and a robe outside. And like you right, can't right, tell right. me I'm not the best first person, right? <laughs> no, for real. Like, or like the, the, so one thing uh Zay or like friends from New York, they always be like, they be like, Yo, y'all love them colors. Yeah. And it was like, bro, there's certain kicks and stuff. They'd be like, all right, all I need is some jeans, white tee, but these kicks going to set this whole fit yeah, off. Yeah. And I ain't going to lie, I ain't really, I never seen the colors 
uh, exemplified except to when I moved to Florida. I'm like, ah, right, y'all don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, they, they were a whole But they're a little different, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, this is the first place where I seen, you know, besides that, but like, we love bright colors. And like, it brings me back to a thought I had earlier. Um, this is related to the music too, but like the fashion lane. I feel like before this entrepreneurship of clothing lines, we had our own madness, Sabiato, all it, days. It's not like, new. It's not new. And they was taxing. This wasn't yeah. no twenty dollar cheap runaway. You wasn't thing. getting no discount. You if you want to be honest, I feel like we also helped the leisure wear. Athletes, like you know, what I'm saying like all these places playing. You know, it was a hoodie, the yeah. sweatsuit. We yeah. was in a, before we, Nike um, tech suit was a thing. We kind of. <laughs> Cause like even thinking about like our shoes of choice, like you know the New Balances, the nine ninety series, they're like a you know a perf- performance track shoe. Nah. The Nike boot is an all condition boot. Right, like, it's supposed to comfortable with tires. It's supposed it. to be yeah, yeah. Cause you never know when you gotta run. <laughs> no, for real. That's what I. That's the thought that comes back. Comfortable with tire, the Hellies, the North Face. You know, like it's just a lot of stuff that I think we you know we don't get credit for, but. I just feel like the only lane where we just haven't really got it is, is that music. Because, like, acting, like, we got a lot of actors. We got the R&B singers. We got... You just mentioned HD. Pinky from Friday, my man. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Um, Clifton Clifton Powell. Powell. He with HD. He with HD. You know what I'm saying? He's from Mayfair. Taraji. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even G. You got to include G. Big G. You know, from, like, the wire. Which is crazy because, like, on a national scale, he's, like, a low-level celebrity. But right. But like, he's bigger than Taraji. Yeah, like, right, right. Yeah. You know, uh... Who else? Uh, Laz Alonzo. Um, it's, it's, a, a, lot it's, of it's a lot of actors. Um, genuine. They from the area. Martin. Dave Chappelle. Um, um, but it's know. like we can't think of no rapper though. That's <laughs> the thing. Like, like, like and then, and then, <laughs> we don't like Wale. We don't like Clayton Wale. Right. Like people, right? Yeah, man. People. And that's the thing. Too. And that and that goes to what we talked about. Like, and I think that's that's kind of like what's setting. They may be holding back Wale too. Yeah. Cause like if you're not late in your city, then like, you know, other cities might not think you that late. And that's what the dude from Interscope mentioned when we I was asking about when they look at talent. He was like, the first thing I look at is to see what's your presence in your city. If you don't have a following in your city, he's like, I ain't really looking. And I felt like I felt 50 50 with him because I think with the internet now, you might not gotta be lit in your city. I, I agree Look with at that. the YBN bammers over the uh Xbox and yeah, now yeah, and Corday, yeah. that's the dude you know we say from the area Corday, you know, but like he wasn't Corday wasn't popping ever. Yeah, like, Corday wasn't even supposed to be the he wasn't the main one. It was the dude who signed the rapper lap. Uh was it Nam Namir? Oh, why YBN Namir, yeah. Yeah, the one yeah, who was yeah. under Jay Prince. He was like the, the forefront. Yeah, yeah, he was the leader, or unquote unspoken leader, or something like that. Corday is, is like that. Yeah, Corday yeah, is like he that. He is yeah. like that. So look, look, I'm telling you, watch out for his album. Yeah. Watch out for so um so boom. So let's talk about like the sophomore slump. Yeah. Right. So the sophomore slump for those who don't know is when an artist has like a really successful debut album and then their second album is just not really that it. Right? right. And so it's really only a few artists that has um got past that. Like 50 Cent, the Massacre was considered a successful album. Kanye West, late registration. Late registration was considered a good album. Um, Drake, take care, right? Um, one of his best, one of his best, but like, but there's a lot of artists that can't do that. Jay Z, his sophomore album wasn't it. Um, think just, oh, what's off my album? Uh, volume one, Life of Times. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I've listened to it, but I'm just saying but those whole fans listening, they might get up on you, for yeah, that. yeah, they might get up on you, <laughs> but like, if they if, like, if they like an old head, old, but I fan, mean. They're like, yeah. like, I mean, reasonable doubt was so golden. It's safe to say, but like, even with reasonable doubt, yeah. like, it wasn't like a straight off hit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Jay Z got true, lit, too. and then his album that's got true. lit. Like, that's true. And it's and then at this when for my I wasn't like outside at the time, yeah. right, or off the porch yet. Yeah. But like with his solo album, Volume One, 
that was around the time where like bad boy was just you know puffy was puffy in, and everybody had to adapt to puffy that's kind of like when like you know snap music is the biggest shit ever so you be a conscious rapper but your record label is telling you like hey you gotta make some snap music right um so i say all that to say um corday i'm really confident that he's gonna have like a really good sophomore attempt i'm really uh convinced that uh maybe roddy rich is gonna have a like a really good sophomore yeah we attempt. waiting for roddy man yeah 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 roddy's one of my favorites um um rapping wise other than that you know scissors of goddess yeah, yeah, the the yeah, the sophomore thing is definitely key because it's hard to you know. That's why I always tell people to rap. I'm like, rap is the hardest job. Yeah, because you hard. can make a hit, but it's like, okay, you got to make a bigger hit. You got to follow up. <laughs> you got to follow up, and then it's like you got to commend like people like Wale, who was ambition in second album. Yeah, people, no, yeah, I want to say yeah. If ambition was in second album, and that you know, he's Wale about, catalog crazy too. It's really really crazy, but um, so it's hard. So it's also hard to be relevant, like. It's hard to be relevant in people's lives. Like your song, Stay in Power. You got to have Stay in Power. Yeah. You got to be like, this is the hard thing. You got to be like, because you might could be, no lie, it's some rappers that drop trash music, but I just like them. I like their interviews. Yeah. I like what they stand, what they comment, you know, like they may be funny. Nah, nah, yo, it's really, nah, it's really dead ass hard to be like a well, like, I've only listened to certain rappers based on maybe their interview. And like, I'm like, oh, I like this guy. Let me see what his music hitting on. And think about this. Like, what the fuck are you going to do if you're not, like, what do you do? Like, let's say you only rap for like three years. Yeah. Let's say you lit, but like, you just fell off. Right. right. Like, if you're not touring, right? Like, do you, like, apply for Best Buy? Like, that's why I think, uh, shout out to uh, Lil Bibby from Chicago. Oh, I think man. you position yourself to be like, all right. And like, Bibby is lit. He's a great rapper, but I yeah, think yeah. he just saw the bigger picture. Like, I'm going to go behind the scenes. So I think you got to try to position yourself. Uh, or like, for example, like I love, you know, Walker was a great artist, but like when I watched the TV show, I'm like, oh, Walker got his own studio in Atlanta. Yeah, so now yeah, he's yeah. charging people to use the studio. So you got to find a way to stay. To the house. Yeah, find a way to stay around in the lane, even if it's not through music. Because like Juvenile said before, like most of the people, it's like the average rap career. No, Master P said the average rap career is three years. So within those three to five, you know, I think it's three to five. So in those three to five years, you got to try to do something, um, you know, to kind of like set yourself apart, whether that's through a hit or maybe pure luck or consistency. Man, so, you know, after everything we talked about today, um, all the different topics, many great things, um, I think the people got to learn a little bit more, not a little bit, to learn about you, where you're from, your upbringing, um, things that you're interested in. Um, you know, before we conclude this, man, let the people know, you know, some things that, you may have coming up if it's a project or if it's something that you plan to do or if it's a, a area that you're focusing on improving or all of that just kind of let people know you know what's next for ad yeah um another difficult question because like i'm real passionate about like i guess projects right yeah. um and and you know on tuesday i might think it's the greatest idea ever thursday i may be over with it right nah, I, feel um, it. I feel it trust me <laughs> 100%. So, so, so two things, so a few things that I know for sure is coming like through for next year. It's already through the pipeline. So I want to, um, I want to start putting on art galleries. Okay. Right? If you're on YouTube right now, you can see some of this work. All this work is like original pieces. Mm -hmm. For the most part, it was like me for me, um, in a way. Really, um, yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 so one of my coolest hustles during the pandemic was like getting an art commission. Right. Uh, okay. Um, so I didn't get too many of them, but whenever they came, it was like, it was nice. Yeah. Like, so um, I want to start helping artists sell their art. Okay. And I have some unique methods of doing that. 
And again, like uh, let's say it's like one in every fifteen, but that one like it strike, it strike, strikes. Right. So I want to put it on like an art gallery, just like showing off or showcasing some of my artist friends. Uh, but of course, if I do it, I want to do it in a unique way. Right. I got like a um, I got my idea of like how I'm gonna do like a a digital art gallery as well. Um, so that's like something I want to do. That's like a personal goal of mine. Um, for those who don't know, I, for DC government, where my like nine to five is, I teach communities about technology and I put technology in communities. Okay. So, um, so one, if like you're, uh, one, if you want to volunteer, that's what I really need. Yeah. With, right. <laughs> so like I teach seniors, like one of my programs, I teach seniors how to work technology. Okay. Right. Um, that's it's dope. cool. It's fun. It's dope. It's rewarding. Um, but if I, if you know, if you had like an hour or two where you would just want to donate some time, yeah. just teaching a senior. You know how to send a picture, how to uh, you know delete a message, how to delete an app, how to yeah, download an app, something like that. It's, it's really Man, bro, my grandfather be sending me the wildest text messages. Bro. <laughs> like I be look, be sending me selfies. I'm like, you really don't know how to work that phone, yeah, right? <laughs> but it's like it's like a um, it's like a fear thing. It, sometimes it can add anxiety. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you know, a lot of our older folks, they only look at the news and, you know, the news could be like right. fear based or just still like, reading the paper only, you know, yeah, like yeah. literally going to buy that paper for 7-Eleven. But anyway, you know, like <laughs> we even talk about like the metaverse, but yeah. like, you know, like technology is changing. And for those who don't know, metaverse is not a place. It's a time. Right. It's a time where the digital world is going to be more valuable than the physical world. And if you if you're listening to this on whatever device you're listening to it is on, then you know that like this digital thing is like yeah. it's here, it's growing, right? And you know you got to grow with it, or you're gonna get left behind. Yeah. Um. So volunteering. So if you if you want to help out with just teaching the senior how to work technology, um, reach out to Ed, reach out to me, and then the other thing, um, I'm gonna start doing more cleanups. I got like this river that's across the street from my house. And every morning when I do like my morning walks, it's always some wild shit that I see in this river. Yeah. So like, so from out of from, all that fast scent, all of me is a fast scent for bags. The river's still brown. So I see uh, <laughs> like like the sprinter scooters in there, Jane. Sometimes I see I, one morning I seen a dude taking a, like a bath in the river. Oh, um, but like I got like there's like <laughs> it's right there's turtles that live there. Every now and then I might get like some ducks. So like, if you're interested in doing some cleanups, long story short. Um, holler at me about that soon, 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 soon. I'm just throwing this out there. Me and Ed is going to start like a, like a, like a creative agency, right? Nah, like a creative consultant agency, right? Um, Lou definitely put a battery in my back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, shout so out look, to Lou, man. Shout out to Lou. So, um, let me throw this out there in the universe, right? And when with a creative agency, like we just want to help you become your peak dopeness. So mm-hmm. like we want to work with people that we already think is dope and we want to just you, you know need that push. Push out that dopeness, right? So me and Ed are gonna do that one 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 day soon. And then the last thing, um Yeah, that's that's it. That's all I can say for right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nah, bro, that's great stuff. Um, I think. What about you? What can I do to help? Now, this is what I really <laughs> like. Doing. What can I do to help you just become yeah. a better aid? Nah, for sure. Um, I think for me, you know, this podcast lane has been interesting because it's like it's just been like a fun thing to do. Like this whole conversation we just had. If we wasn't recording the podcast, I came to pull up on you yeah, and drinking yeah, yeah. wine. It would have been, been the same. It been the same thing. Yeah. So it's like for me, it's like now I'm looking into this. Even like last night, I'm I'm look. So for example. People, you know, may say why you start a podcast. Of course, you know, story with Reese, interviewing Reese when he came home. But, like, in my spare time when I was in Vegas, like, this is when I would get off work. I'm there alone, West Coast. 
Um, well, I was I was hip to academics before people even knew what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I like the Warren Chirac and the Chirac music I got into by watching him. But Zach TV, rest in peace, Zach TV. I used to watch his interviews. So like watching documentaries, even still to this day, when I get home, I'm probably going to turn on Vlad, turn on No Jumper. I like to watch interviews. So for me, it's really uh, taking this to the next level, um, you know, getting different guests on here. Um, you know, improving the, the, the quality, just everything. Yeah. So, like, I think that's going to be main focus. But um, I got this, during the pandemic, I got inspired by Nipsey. Mm-hmm. And in his book, he was... Didn't we all? <laughs> yeah, in his book, he was saying, you know, focus on one thing at a time. So, like, I got a business venture on the side that's on pause. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on the podcast this year, get the foundation behind that, and then go in there. So, I would say, you know, for me, podcasts, business ventures, um, man, about to go into 30 and just having, like, a different mindset. Now it was, like, really, like, you know, when they say every decision you make count, like, I think now it's like, nah, it really does count. So yeah. that and uh, just, man, I'm just like, I think for me, it's like, that's one thing that this older guy in my life always say, he, you know, he's getting older, but he's still tapping into certain spaces of like what he wants to create. He wants to, you know, be big as all these influential people. And he always say, like, I know at the end of the day, like, these people ain't smarter than me. They just they just got the right people around it. And it doesn't take away from the people's you know work. They just yeah, navigated yeah. the right way. Right. They put themselves in position. So for me, it's like getting out of the space. Even for example, starting a podcast is like my man every day is asked, like, you know, do you worry about the views and all that? I'm like, nah, bro. I'm like, when I watch Gary V, he really just broke it down. Like, yo, we got the power. Like right now, if if this joint, if we wanted to end this and post it in 10 minutes, we could do it. Yeah. So it's like we got the power to put out content. So for right. me. And then there's another Gary yeah. V thing. You don't know what like hashtag is going to strike your shit. Do, and you don't know what person you interview, whatever. Right. So it's yeah. like, but it's like, and like he said that he's like, so once it's strike, you want to have other content behind it so people mm-hmm. can go back. And like, that's how I've done with rappers I've came across on YouTube. So let me see what they made three years ago. This uh, podcast, let me check out this right, episode. Right, yeah. yeah, so for me, it's like, man, taking this to the next level, uh, I plan to, uh, I'm going to speak into existence. Like, you know, it's going to be a time where y'all might see me on a yacht interviewing Wayne. Y'all might see me in the Great studio, life, you know, yeah, interviewing Meek. Um, and I'm saying this to say, too, because, like, people don't know, like, we all, we kind of, we have lit a lit network. Well, like, we have people that have access to yo, a lot of these yo, famous people. No, so one thing about, um, and I, so, and so, it's, every girl I ever talk to will be like, yo, you, you, y'all know Dale State people. Y'all really like, y'all people too close. People say y'all hornets. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all too close. Y'all hang out with each other all the time. And I be telling people, like, nah, like, I paid for this network. I'm right. This network. But, like, I always said, like, Dale State had, like, a lot of, like, local MVPs. That was just at this one spot. Yeah, bro. And it's like it's kind of amazing. Just like, and again, they was a big reason why I could go down the East Coast. Like, yeah, have a place to stay. But like, there was a lot of unique personalities, a lot of like lit people, a lot of people that's like lit right now in right. the field. Like when I think about like Fly Girl Chanel, yeah, and, like like. So I don't know if you know City this. Fresh, City Lauren, Fresh, Lauren Miller, Lawrence Miller, Rodney Gunter, like, like, it go on and yeah, on, bro. Like, like, and it's like when the alumni magazine sometimes come out, be that. Yeah, you get to remind, right? Be that you get a reminder, like, oh wow, like, oh, and we like even if they ain't graduate, it's a lot of people that went there, like we said, the scissor. And shout out to Dale State too, because that's what MMG was formed. Yeah, if yep. you didn't know, and let, and it's funny how life worked. That concert wasn't supposed to happen. Gucci made Gucci, Gucci made MMG. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Yo, Gucci contribution to our culture. MMG, QC, it goes. Yeah, on Gu- and Gucci over. got kicked off the show. And me- the girl out. Yeah, and Mika Wale was a replacement, and then Ross like pulled them up and was like, "I need you to see what's up with y'all." So 
Um, yeah, and I'll just say that to say, like, uh, our plan, you know, we, we, bro, we, to my opinion, we just getting started, bro. Yo, we all just getting started. Like I said, I have a new mind, well, I have a um, refurbished mind state of like what success is. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, I'm really big on like feelings and mood. Like, yeah. I feel good. I, uh, like, you know, you look good. I'm proud of you, man. You know, appreciate it, bro. Been able to shake some demons off and yeah. shit like that. So, yeah, it's only going up from here. Another thing I want to put out there, I am working on like, uh, uh I don't want to be a politician, right? Right. right. I want to. Uh, I do want to make a creative space for the city. Right, right. I want right. to make a place to where, like, so boom. So I was never like an athlete, mm. right? And I'm not a rapper, right? Yeah. Um, and there's so many other skills that could be like molded if you don't want to do that, right? So I want to have like a creative space to where, like, if you were into photography, you could yeah, do, like, like videos and that. Having um, shirt making classes for the youngins, you boom, know what I'm saying? Boom, like, boom. Or, or even just a space for a class and just a space for that. Because we do, yeah. I'm glad you said that because we have to change. Like, no, no, knock the sports, but like. That can't be the only route. And it's because, like, if we're being honest about it, like, yeah, you could be super talented in sport, but you get that one injury, that's all down the drain. That's all down the drain. But then it's also, like, me, I don't have, like, an athletic bone in my body. Yeah. And so, basically, you telling me, like, all the after-school programs is for, like, athletics. And so now I'm just stuck outside. And guess what? I'm going to be outside gambling yeah. and getting into the jump outs. Yeah, or even, like, if a, if a, if a young and say he does want to be a rapper or if he must be just want to be a singer, okay, like they shouldn't have to only have Duke Ellington as access to yeah, following that yeah, career. Like it's, not, at DPR, it should be like, oh, they got a studio and they like when I shout out the Boys and Girls Club on Seventeenth and Mass. That was the best Boys and Girls Club. But I say they used to have a studio in the Boys and Girls Club. We had one program. They would teach us how to make beats, bro. That was well, like our fly. fun, you know, activity. And like you know, a lot of them programs come around, but they just don't last. But, don't last, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like with technology, especially for the generation under us, it's gonna be important for. And it's gonna be important for us to, like you said, you're not running. I know everybody always say Ed made this, made that, but like, yeah, right. you know, a little politics stuff, man. It's like a if God put me, they put me there. But I ain't really trying to do that no more. But I want to be, and like you said, for us, we just need to be around the politician because, like, we understand government. Yeah, at the end of the day, the politician's not making decisions himself; it's the people that's around him. So yeah. we need to be around and be like, look, we got this influence from on the groundwork in the trenches. Like, this is what the youngest need. Like, don't put twenty million towards this because they're not going to even use it you know what i mean so, so we need to be so, able to influence so like, about that that's, that's, um and i know we're about to wrap up but yeah. like that's you said something real good right so like right now i got this project where i'm giving out devices mm-hmm. right they, they gave me like a sh- so again one of my skills is like i work with no budget okay so they give me like a they finally give me a budget to give out devices to people um and you, if you just let the government tell it everybody just could use a tablet and that could be like, you know, the one all fix all fix. And I'm like, nah, like we gotta do surveying, you know. Some old people they grab a smartphone, you know, some people that's getting out of jail, they prefer a laptop. You know, I got a I got a boy who who uh, when he got out of jail, he missed the whole iPhone wave. Like so oh, he wow. didn't know what the iPod was. So like he coming out of jail to the iPhone five. <laughs> he went, Way bad. Yeah, right. He went from like the Nokia phones to like the touchscreen phone. Mm. Like he missed he missed Blackberries. Like, he missed those ways. I miss Blackberries. The best yeah. Texas phone ever. Ever, ever. You know, that joint. Next Come on, rolling that joint. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all in all, man, um, I'm forever, like, working on things, forever working on projects. I want to start helping creatives, like, create more and, like, make money from their creations. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I just think it's like, I don't know. I, I think this is the time for us. Yeah. It's nah, definitely nah. the time for us. For real, bro. Facts. And I think, uh, you know, yesterday, I did, as I'm thinking about you talking about Minnesota, War 7, War 8. Um, I went to a candlelight vision yesterday for, uh, for Mr. Sean Goff. Yeah. Appreciate it, bro. You know, but he worked at Friendship. But I'm saying that to say is like, you know, myself, 
many of the youth. Like I know you had a Sean in your life, like some of these people that are still stuff into it. So it's like, like I said, like I feel like I don't know, like bro. I know you probably like I'm excited to turn 30 because yeah, I always had an old head mindset, uh-huh. and it's like I and think I and I hung around so many old heads. Where like I feel like I have so many examples and and resources and knowledge. Where like all right, yeah, I'm gonna fall because that's part of life and make mistakes. But it's like I kind of know how to move in this in this in this uh, next decade because I've seen people go from 30 to 40, and people have been giving me the finance game and like my credit score is great. I ain't like got to get to 33 yeah. and try to clean up. Hey, the bro. Credit. If, if, can you have a finance episode? Yeah, for sure. We definitely yeah, got to do that. Cause like, I'm probably when I bring on uh, KJ, we probably gonna talk about that. Like, cause right. that's who helped. That's the person who helped me get my everything advanced. Like, I didn't. I knew about credit, but I didn't know the weight that what yeah. it meant. Cause like we like in as a culture and like and my parents said nothing. My parents said never said my, my grandma will only tell me about credit. Like, don't mess up your credit. Yeah, that's <laughs> all you heard. But like, like, all right, but like, where is it? Yeah, like, I don't right. wanna drop it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it's like credit's the important thing. Like they don't really teach us how to write checks, right? You know, you don't, like granny. That's true. Like it's a lot of like money things. Life insurance. Like um, if I don't, if you boom, if you don't get nothing else from this, right? If you are on the streets, right? If you are like, if you're, you know, if you got somebody that's on the block or whatever, da 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 da. There's no excuse in hell for why they don't have life insurance. Cause life insurance is one of like the biggest assets. I mean, assets. One of the biggest um, jewels to getting wealth. One of the quickest ways of just getting wealth. Like, you know, anybody, can, oh, no, I won't say anybody, but like, it's pretty standard to have like a million dollar insurance plan, right? So imagine if you, you know, left for whatever reason. Yeah. Now your family has a million, like you was never going to produce a million dollars for your family. Right. You was never going to work off or, you know, hustle up enough money or whatever you want to put. Like, but yeah, life insurance, disability insurance, um, you know, crypto is the new, the, the new cool thing. We got an uh, episode coming for that. I, le- I I try to put at least twenty five dollars in different cryptos each like check I get. Um, but yeah, I, I, we just not we're not educated on money, so when we get money, we mess up this money. And it's not even our fault. Like I feel like as uh, and I know we're wrapping up, but maybe yeah. we gotta do this like in two right. months. We're definitely doing another one. Um, so, but like just us as a people, we're conditioning things that we don't even know we're conditioned for. Last thing, right? I'm talking to my man. Um, you been to Africa yet? I haven't, bro. I was supposed to go in McKinley that got canceled. I supposed to go in the Towson that got canceled. So now I'm just have to plan my own trip. So my man said, like in some of like the like like the cities in Africa, the way the thing is set up is that like you got the young guys that hangs on like the intersections, yeah. and on the corners of houses to see like you know any threats or whatever, right? Um, the women normally conversate or converse in the kitchen while they like cooking. And like they give out jewels, like generational jewels of that. And then the older guys, the guys that can't be like on the corner to watch and look out, they come to like the common areas yeah. and stuff, right? And all that transition is to like us, why we like hanging on corners, why we like hanging on the blocks, right? You know, every auntie, mama, whatever, they if they're doing hair, they whatever is in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, if a guy wanna relax, you got this man cave, you got the living room, blah, 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 blah. These are things that, like, we don't even know these people over here in Africa, right? And these things are just, like, things that we do naturally. Yeah, I got to right? get there, Like, bro. we, yeah. I want to honest, this. like, it's probably too short of a notice, but, like, it's like I did. I remember saying I was going to go there for my 30th, but I got to yeah. I gotta get over there. And, yeah. like, I love African food, the culture. Yeah. Like, I was supposed to, at a young age, my mom, ex-husband from Africa, but, like, they all, people always tell me as a black man, you got to visit there. And the two times I was trying to go through schools, yeah. it got canceled. No, nah, yeah, I definitely. I know I want to go there. That's like I'm not Muslim, but like that's yeah. my mecca. Yeah, you know, you like sort of late. I gotta go over there. 
Um, I want to go to Tokyo too. Just yeah, like that's a lot of man. We gonna get everywhere. Yeah. But so maybe uh, maybe our next episode we in another country. Right. But nah, man, I appreciate you, bro. Um, for today, I think we covered a lot of topics, dropped a lot of knowledge. Um, you know, people got to learn more about you. Um, people being able to hear two DC natives really connect. I know y'all probably hear some of the, you know, just uniqueness, you know, everything yeah. we talked about. So, uh, yeah, man, like I- I'm proud of you, everything that you're doing. Um, you know, continuing to be yourself. Um, and like I said in the beginning of the episode, you know, just being supporting me, supporting people around me. Um, you know, just everything, bro. So it's like we are gonna continue. You know, that's a, that's a good like. You are one of those people where like somebody told me they know Ed, yeah. or like I know you like like, like Kenny for example, yeah. right? Like. Me and Kenny never really had like no. I mean, we would talk like yeah. we help each other out, but we never had like no real conversation. We never right. like linked up at but the you bar. Just know, like, but, like, oh, that's it, yeah. man. I'm gonna shoot him like, that, yeah. like that's it. That's how. Yeah, it's been like that. Like that's the power of relationships, man. Because I've seen that. I've, I've been there a lot of times with like you know, get someone. It's like, oh, you such and such man, back. I got you. You my man. Like so. Yeah, man. Uh, I, see, I, I feel like that's the only reason why me and like Tony like are cool. Yeah, because, yeah, because yeah. you're right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah, like. And now I'll be on like Twitter threads, like, yo, first of all, whenever somebody comes in and talk, like, first of all, you won't be doing that. I'm one of these shadow accounts fighting for Tony. Yeah, <laughs> man. And that, you know, that uh wraps it to like I was just gonna end it, man. Like, this is just DC or nothing. Um, you know, we're gonna definitely continue to push that wherever we go. Um, and uh yeah, so thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all stay tuned for the next episode. We're gonna probably have a part two where we might bring somebody else in. Uh, I was telling Fran, like, we got to get a, a music segment with me, you, him, and Dash, so. Yeah, oh, man, I'll be Yeah, Dash going to be cutting up yeah, on this joint, man. I'll be doing, man. Like, your Dash personality, yeah. We like, I got to pull up on Dash, man. Yeah, I like, I like that. I'm with that. I'm with that, yeah. Dash going to be turnt. Turnt, yeah. Like, I'm with Dash. But, yeah, man, y'all uh, continue to, uh, you know, tune into, the, uh, tune into the station. And as y'all know, you know, this is Dreams by Any Means, and, uh, as y'all listen to AD's story and everything that he came from and continue to do, um, he's exemplifying what it means to get your dreams by any means. So we out. Thank you for tuning into Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station, where hustle plus faith equals success. Stay tuned for the next episode.